0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Alright, but that's okay, we're going to start part one today Alright, we got a lot up for Hot Topics Saturday today (gasps) So much to talk about Oh my goodness, all kinds of stuff, okay So later on we're going to get into Tamar, okay Tamar Braxton defends David Adifeso Against the, the Tony Braxton, what Tony Braxton said last week And we'll talk about that a little later on to the show uh, we got to talk about Ryan Henry out here in these streets. Now, I don't watch Black Ink Inge- that much anymore. I've seen a few episodes here and there, and I've heard about Mr. Ryan Henry, honey. And I've seen Mr. Ryan Henry. Oh, Lord. He's fine. <laughs> okay? But he's been accused that he has some allegations come out against him that he has slept with his baby mama, his best friend's baby mama and all this stuff this week it got real messy in the world of of a black ink 'cause if it ain't messy enough, okay, Chicago black ink. And then uh we're gonna talk about Diddy wanting to start a revolu to fund the revolution. <laughs> and how I laughed my ass off this week about it. Also we're gonna talk about uh that and we got a whole lot of stuff to just talk about, a whole lot of stuff to digest this week, a whole lot of stuff to get to As a matter of fact, I'm not going to have it's the word this week. I'm just going to give you all this week uh, basically, how am I just going to do this? I'm going to give you guys a quote, okay, that I love. It's about determination because I feel like I'm determined about something this week. (laughs) I feel like I'm on the determination uh, thing. You know, you are on the determination thing to just kick certain things out your life and everything. That's how I feel like I am, man. You know, I've been really going hard at it. You know, with my exercise, all kind of stuff, and I'm just det- just I feel like a sense of determination. Okay, so this is y'all. It's a word this week. It is from John Maxwell. I like this quote. It says, "A difficult time can be more readily endured if we retain the conviction that our existence holds a purpose, a cause to pursue, a person to love, a goal to achieve." Okay. Wow, do y'all get that, okay? Do y'all get that? That what that is y'all it's a word this week? Hold on, let me get gonna put it what one more time, okay? It says a difficult time can be more readily endured if we retain the conviction that our existence holds a purpose, a cause to pursue, a person to love, a goal to achieve, okay? That's my it's a word this week, okay? So determination uh are a difficult when we go into difficult circumstances or difficult times it can be endured when we understand that what our what the, what our existence means and it, that it holds a purpose and whatever it is you know we we have a purpose to pursue something in life a person person or people that we love a goal to achieve okay so that is the it's a word from John Maxwell I hope y'all got it it's gonna be short it's a word this week okay all right so let me tell you about my week my week was really crazy <laughs> But good, okay? It was good. It was. It was the, you know, I got to argue with friends about politics. So I'm trying, trying to tell everybody don't vote for these Democrats out in these streets, vote the down ballot. Just vote locally for your local politicians and stuff like that. We're going to talk a little bit later. We're going to talk about that town hall meeting from both of them and what I came to realize about it. we got to also talk about Ice Cube. I don't know why I didn't put Ice Cube in the de- description. I have to put that's crazy. But we're going to talk about Ice Cube a little bit today. Everybody's getting upset about Ice Cube because Ice Cube went to both parties. Which which is what I've been preaching for a long time on here, okay? On this show. If you listen to this show, you know I've been preaching that everybody should be working with Trump and uh, Biden's I mean, that's the, we we should not be we, we shouldn't we shouldn't be uh the Democratic, the Democrats, uh, uh jump off anymore. <laughs> if y'all can understand that language, okay, that means we shouldn't be their side chick, okay? It's, it's enough of that. All right, so uh, we're gonna talk about that and a whole lot more this week. Uh, I'm trying to think what I could share with y'all this week. Something that what's, what's been happening for me.
2: Um, wow.
1: Uh, you know what, all I'll just say is it's been really good. It's been a, you know, every week to me is good. You know, it's such a blessing to be alive. So I enjoy, um, I enjoy my, week. you know, I do, I enjoy, I try to enjoy my time, even when I'm busy, you know, or even when I got a lot to do or even when I'm trying to figure out things. I mean, I just really try to enjoy the time, you know. I just love, I I just love uh, when I got time. You know, there's some. You know, we have some difficulties and things we go through, through during the week, but it be all good, okay? So that's why I always try to come on here with y'all for y'all It's a Word. I try to tell y'all about my week and stuff like that to encourage someone out here, okay? So what does this mean? Today we're going to have a short It's a Word. I already gave y'all the It's a Word. Now we're going to go right, oh, Reality TV. Yeah, I won't, have, I won't talk reality TV this week because I haven't caught up on the uh, Love After Lockup. So I will talk about that next week, okay, if I get a chance, or on part two of the show, okay? But, okay, we're going to go because we're doing, I'm shortening out the it's a word today. So we're going to go right into um, uh, the news and everything right after this music break. Okay, I don't even know what I'm going to play, y'all. Okay, so y'all can tell I'm kind of out today, okay, but it's all good, okay, we're going to get to it, okay, so let's start off with, uh, oh, I love this one, it's this an old school one from Jeffrey Osborne, I really don't need no light, it's the CC show, it's Carlotta, and I'll be back in a moment, y'all. Jazz watercolor vibe coming through. It's the CC show. I am back. I'm Carlotta Chatwood. For those of you who are tuning in and just now listening, it's your first time listening. What's up? Welcome to the show. Okay, let's get to it. Okay. Oh my goodness. Uh, let's get to the news. We start off with, uh, wow. What was we gonna start off? Oh, wow. Biden's town hall meeting surpasses uh, viewership surpasses Trump. And this is according to theheal.com, it's saying, uh, msn.com, it says Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden's Thursday night town hall surpassed President Trump's uh, competing event in viewership, according to the final numbers from Nielsen, for Nielsen Media Research. Um, Biden's 90-minute event on ABC uh, News garnered 14.1 million viewers. Hold on, guys, here. <laughs> Hold on here. Got it. 14.9, uh, 14.1, and compared with uh, 13.5 million for Trump's hour-long town hall, which aired on NBC, MSNBC, and CNBC. Okay. The figures released Friday included those who watched the town on television uh, and and those who streamed the events. Now, I think one started an hour later or an hour before, so it's kind of that that kind of skews the ratings a little bit. But it says the ratings disparity may sting. For an eternally press-obsessed president But it also indicates more eyeballs were on Biden At the time when Trump desperately needs to shake up the race Has polls show him lagging the former vice president By double digits nationally, okay? Biden failed to offer Trump a, ma- a major gaffe or a viral moment Instead of holding a low-key policy-focused town hall With host George Stephanopoulos Me... Um, uh, Meanwhile, Trump repeatedly clashed with NBC host Savannah Guthrie and raised eyebrows when he declined to condemn the outlandish con- c- Q-anon-, QAnon conspiracy theory. Turns out more people last night were interested in watching a leader with a clear plan to get this pandemic under control and America's back to work than the same combative, chaotic liar whose incompetence got us into the mess. This is uh, regardless of how many tr- uh, channels he was tweeted on uh Biden spokesperson T.J. Ducklow uh, said uh, Biden's stronger viewership may also be indi- indicative of MSNBC's more liberal audience declining to watch the president. Now, this is where I, I I say, and I say also, there is a difference. One went over an hour or something like that. It's, it's, it was weird. But and plus, Biden is Biden is the one we don't know more about. So more people who are undecided voters probably tuned in to watch biden even though biden i have to say this he went to abc which is largely liberal they threw him softball questions it would have been very interesting had biden went to fox now shout, i will say this shout out to president trump because president trump did go over there to msnbc nbc y'all know they don't like him over there on nbc and he was getting you could tell the difference in the town hall meetings, okay, between the 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 uh the pe- the girl was acting like she was running for president, debating Trump, okay. So, uh, listen, it's clear to me what's going on. I don't know, you know, my thing about this presidency, I told people, I said, you know, I I usually believe the presidents are picked ahead of time. I've always been able to pick the president, I have, just because how I see how they move it, okay. So like back in the day. Uh, I, I told y'all when, 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 when Kamala Harris was running and Cory Booker, I told you they weren't running for president. I told you they were running for offices. I told you Kamala Harris was either going to try to be VP, a VP pick, or she was going to be in Nancy Pelosi's spot in the near future or in sometime in the future, okay? So for me, I never felt like she was running for president, okay? Um. This is a toss-up. This is the first time in years where I haven't been able to pick the president, like, years out. I had uh, I had Biden picked years. I mean, I had uh, Trump picked way before this, because before the coronavirus. And the coronavirus was the gift for the Democrats, okay? Uh, otherwise, the Democrats wouldn't have had a chance if coronavirus didn't come through. Uh, however, it's still iffy. Because you know what I believe there they that the media has played this uh it could go two ways the media has played this 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 thing up between trump and biden in terms of you know where they've been having a really clear bias towards uh uh, tr- uh bias against trump it's it's very obvious you know and uh and I'm not saying that I'm not a trump supporter, okay, but I'm saying I can see clear. Okay, and um, it is, uh, they have really worked hard to convince people that he's a bad choice, okay? The the media has not done a good job of remaining, like, an unbiased uh, group, except for, you know, the ones that are still not unbiased, who are biased against, you know, they, they got conservative channels like Fox, who are very, you know... Um, even though Fox is starting to come a little middle ground, but Fox, you know, is far to the right. Okay, so um, here is the thing I will say concerning this election. I picked, I picked, I knew George W. Bush was going to win when he was. I knew he was going to be president when he was run when he became uh, governor of Texas. I knew he was going to be the next one. I called it. Clinton. I didn't remember calling because I wasn't that interested. Uh, even though I voted, I wasn't that interested, I didn't, and I didn't vote for Clinton. Um, George W. I called. I called Barack Obama when he when he marched himself at the DNC and he gave that speech. I knew what he was. I knew he was going to be president the next to- go around. Okay, after George W. That's why the Democrats bought him out. Usually, you can tell. Um, Hillary, I expected Hillary to win but I was actually kind of at a toss up because I knew that the Dems were having infighting um and so that morning when I got up I changed my my idea I knew the morning of the uh, November 3rd I knew that Trump would win I had that feeling it may have, it may happen again. Where I have, and tr- to be truth be told, Trump might have been picked years ago because Trump has been talking, about, he talked about running for president for years. Um, I have never seen Biden though as a president, so it's kind of Biden is kind of sticking out odd to me for him to win. I don't know. I really tell you, I I am really truly my imp imp impact, my gut is saying Biden but there there's something about it that just doesn't it's something about Kamala. That that American people will vote Kamala in versus Hillary. Now maybe the American people feel so desperate because the media has made them feel so desperate after coronavirus Aware of the virus and everything, that they just want to, Trump has just had all these things against him, and it's possible that, you know, people will just do anything to just get him out. But there is this little feeling that I have about how the media has been working so much over time and these secret Trump voters, there are a lot of them, who are not on railing about President Trump, who are not railing about who they're going to vote for, who are not telling you to get out to vote. They're quietly going in those. I know what the polls say. I don't know. Seriously, I really don't. And I really actually think this election, more than any other election in the U.S. history, could be one that is strong. I think the Democrats knew that uh I think the post office was a very bad idea to push push through post like I said post office can't even keep up with your Christmas gifts at Christmas time sometimes so I thought it was a very bad idea they know that uh I I and I you I'm going to sound like a republican to you guys I've always been honest with you guys and told you I lean slightly conservative but I also have a lot of liberal traits uh, and everything like that uh and I voted uh I'm a registered democrat uh Voted for Obama, don't like Obama now uh, Saw that as a mistake um, Did not vote for Trump or Biden I voted for Snoopy last election Probably a vote for Snoopy again this election Snoopy, I'm thinking, in Kanye West uh, I'd rather see them in the White House <laughs> I really... Um, this election has a very uh, eerie because what I've seen in the press, the press being pushed to a certain narrative, um, the coronavirus, a lot of things that make me think that we're being more controlled as American people than we think. We're we're, we're more under disillusion and control and deception. Than we have ever been And so in my personal opinion This election could possibly be A foul election Even last election could have possibly been one And I'm not saying on Trump's end either I'm talking about really for Biden um, But then there's a part of me that says America is not going to vote for Biden I'm not sure Because the press the way the media is moving, I can't. They're so scrambled in how they're they're pushing narratives and everything. Um, they did this last time, and 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 and, and you, I just didn't see to that morning, and so I think that you know, I don't really care who wins because I I, I really do. I will tell you this: I do want the Democrats to. Lose in some senses And let me tell you why Even though I'm not going to vote for Trump Because I feel like black people have to stick it to the Democrats I feel like Particularly ADOS Has to stick it to the Democrats We have to let the Democrats Know we are not here To be played with And when I say ADOS I'm talking about American descendants of slaves Or Foundational Black Americans Or Native Black Americans Whatever you want to call us Uh, We have been voting for these people Year after year after year, I mean, every four years, every four years, we have been voting for these people only to watch them do nothing. Constantly do nothing. I mean, if we're gonna have somebody do nothing, might as well be the old devil up in there. There is no reason that we should be keep voting. We're like the girl. What we I said that we are like the girlfriend to the Democrats. That the girlfriend they dump, but they can come back and constantly have sex with. That's what black people are to the Democratic Party. We don't respect ourselves, so they disrespect us. And I feel that it is now time to dump them. And I don't say pick up the Republicans either, okay? But to make a valuable uh, third, a third party in this country, I, I I know Diddy talks about he wants to fund the revolution. I'm going to talk about that a little later on the show. I don't think Diddy's the person to fund the revolution. Uh, But uh, I... Uh, I want us to let go of the notion of Republican-Democrat racism, of of worrying about who's racist and who's not. Both of them are racist. Both of them represent white supremacy. What has black people I want us to do is start to have them court our vote. They haven't done this in years. And if we keep giving up our vote for nothing, I'm not telling you not to go vote. I'm telling you to go when you go vote, vote your local and your state election, but vote a down ballot, or you can put Snoopy or Kanye at the top, like myself. Okay, but do not I these these particular men specifically, and I'm really for black people, for a Democrat, or for us to really. The Democrats to lose Because I really am tired of them I really am tired of them promising something And they don't deliver Let's talk about Ice Cube this week A lot of people were upset about Ice Cube A lot of people were upset because Ice Cube Had a a, a contract with Black America He went to uh, both parties Called him up One party, the Democratic Party Said wait until after the elections Which they fucking say all the time okay, And never do anything One party said okay we'll listen to you We'll entertain you Okay, and I am for entertaining people of power. You never know what you might get, but a lot of you got upset when I started calling him a sellout, especially you big ass dummies with blue checks on Twitter. I mean, it's just re- de- de- calling him a pawn and all that shit. No, everybody's a fucking pawn. The Democrats meet with, uh, with the meet with uh, 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 what's his name, Donald Trump. They meet together. Fr- people, these people are. Fr- you're into political theater. They are not. They, as they make backroom de- deals with each other. They go out to dinner with each other. They do all this stuff. They play golf together. They are not as angry as the American public. They're not as divided as you think. They're only divided when they're making those deals. And then after they make those deals, they'll come out and play political theater for you guys. But in, in, the, in the house of power, they are working together. And so to come out and talk about Ice Cube doing what people of power do is just fucking dumb to me. I have no clue what... And anybody who says that, I just said, you're an idiot. I've been saying that from the beginning, though. I said when Trump got on, people, black people should be meeting with him. I said the black caucus should have met with them. It was dumb for them not to. Nancy Pelosi met with his ass. What the fuck are you talking about don't meet with uh, uh, with Trump? You should have definitely met with Trump. You... May buried yourself because he feels like at that point he felt like he was an enemy. You didn't want to meet with him. It's like you come, you, if somebody's in power, you always, hey, you always graciously hold out the hand and say, hey, we're willing to work with you. We're willing to see what you got. But they were so fucking disgruntled because Hillary didn't win that they set out and they hurt black people. Do I expect Donald Trump to do a, lot, a whole hell of a lot? No. But I expect you, I expect that the black caucus and congressmen, congressmen and, and senators who I put in to represent us go in there and fight on the fucking behalf of us. I don't expect no matter who's in office. You fight for us. When you don't, then you are liable for anything that happens to us during that time. Black people they have not the black caucus even when 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 president uh uh president obama was in there they did, they were having problems with getting meetings and then when they get up there they weren't advocating for us for eight fucking years we got nothing we are now as looking after that time the largest wealth gap in american history between blacks and whites we're looking at, by 2030, black people being at zero fucking income. And if you let, and if AI comes into the building, because you know most black people are in service jobs, we're really going to be messed up out in these streets. So if Ice Cube wants to meet with other people, who the hell are we to not say that? And I know black people is saying, well, he don't represent me. Well, he don't re-. it, it doesn't matter. It's just that he has an audience with power. And he goes up there to say, hey, can you do this for black people? Black people need reparations. Black people need this. Black people need that. Now, they didn't take his plan. They ended up taking a plan from what he said, that taking parts of it and revising their plan. But they didn't take his plan. But in order for us to, uh, to make things happen for us, we're going to have to, black people are going to have to push a lot harder. And it doesn't just stop with the Democrats being in there. First of all, a lot of y'all think because the Democrats coming back in, y'all think if the Demo- if they do come back in, y'all think that that's going to be the end of racism. Let me remind you of something. It was under uh, Barack Obama that we had the spike in racism. It was under Barack Obama that, I mean, first of all, racism's always been here. Let me just say that. Y'all just been living comfortably and in denial. But the spark of violence and stuff that you see started under Obama, uh, Obama, Eight people were killed in the church when Obama was in office. A white boy came in the church and killed eight black people. When Obama was in office, Mike Brown got killed. Trayvon Martin got killed. What the fuck are y'all talking about? That black racism is gonna end if fucking Biden, who is a who is a, a Jim, they used to call Jim Crow Joe, gets in office. Are you guys serious? the person who made the crime bill and he's he and he's running with the top cop in California? are y'all serious I mean what is what are where are we at right now, and where we sitting we got time to sit in this ice cube for trying to do some work It's sad, it's very sad, and what's gonna happen is black people don't catch up to the end. That's what happens because a lot of us are not politically aware. We're not. We don't understand politics. We don't understand what we're voting on. We don't. Not all of us, but a lot of us don't. We don't understand the basics of politics one on one, so we don't know when we're being played and when we're not being played. You're too damn emotional. You react to race bite baiting. That's what that's what white supremacists do on both sides. One is more subtle with their race baiting. One is more obvious. But you respond too quickly instead of saying, hey, I understand I live in a white supremacist society. I understand what's going on here. How do I elevate my people? I'm not friends with nobody. How do we get things up? Because we've been doing the same insanity for years and we've getting gotten nowhere. Now, all the blue chips They get jobs. That's what they don't tell y'all. See if uh, when when what happened? Remember what happened when Obama left? uh, Obama left the White House. Let me remind y'all when Obama left the White House. A lot of these MSNBCs, uh, CNNs, and all these, it was a big fire mass uh, letting go of black people. That's why you don't see Soledad O'Brien on TV anymore. Was the other girl Perry? uh, I forget. Melissa Perry. It was a whole bunch of them. Torey, it was a whole fucking load of them they got rid of. Uh, Roland Martin. So a lot of these blue chips, I want you all to be careful, these these uh, 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 elite will want jobs. Okay? And if, if Trump comes back in there, well, they don't see probably a need for them as much anymore for four more years. The CNNs and the MSNBCs. So it may be another mass firing. So these people get jobs and they get to bring, they a little elite thing, uh, uh, people up, but black. Meanwhile, black America still suffers listening to, listening to foolishness from them. This is from uh, Uproxx.com. dot com. It says uh, Ice Cube defends his work with Trump administration. I didn't run to work with any campaign. Earlier this week, Twitter went into an uproar after Catherine, Katrina Pearson, a Tea Party activist and consultant for the Trump administration, thanked Ash, Ice Cube for aiding the president and his administration with the platinum pen. People were vocally disappointed that Ice Cube sided with Trump's administration, and the legendary rapper tried to explain himself to no avail. On Friday night, he tried again, appearing on Chris Cuomo's CNN show, Cuomo prime time to claim that he wasn't working with anyone in the administration in particular instead he said simply he offered his resource to whoever is willing to work with me Cube claimed that a lot of uh, the reporting on his role in the initiative was not quite right your lead are a little misleading the platinum plan is not my plan I came up with a contract for black America I didn't run to work with any campaign both campaigns contacted me both campaigns wanted to talk to me about the contract with Black America. I didn't run to nobody, so that was real misleading to me. You said I ran over to the Trump team instead of the Biden team. That's just not true. I'm willing to work with both teams. I'm just working whoever is working with me. And the Biden team told him he to wait until after the election. See see how Democrats do? Well, you know, we going to wait. We wait. And then you, the first hundred days, well, we got so many things. You know, up. they'll they'll tell you— See, you know, if we get this health care pass through, it's going to help black people. Well, it's going to help you somewhat. But it's a health care plan for everybody. So what is we, if you give everybody the same thing, what does that do? Put everybody back in the same place. Black people, you are at the bottom of the bottom of the bottom. If you are ADOS in this country, you are at the bottom of the bottom of the bottom. So they can give you goodies and give Latinos goodies and give white people goodies, and what's going to happen is you're still going to end up back in the same place. And then they're going to say, well, we gave health care. We gave health care to minorities. You're not a minority. You hold a special place in this country. You built the fucking country. You are a descendant of slaves. You deserve to have more. They have you. You are rolling behind everybody. Your story is more unusual than Latino's. Nigerians, uh, uh, Kenyans, anybody immigrant that's in this country. Your story is different. You are the only group besides Native Americans who did not immigrate to America. You were brought here on slave ships. You had to endure your, our ancestors had to endure slavery. Then they had to fucking endure failed reconstruction. Then they had to endure Jim Crow law. And now institutionalized racism. You are different from other minority groups. Quit lumping yourself in with the other minority groups. It does not help you. You're at the bottom. You gotta have a come to Jesus meeting with black people, because black people don't believe. Black people is in a limbo. They 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 confused. We can look around us and see what's going on. So it don't make no difference who get in there. Ice Cube's out here trying to do work. He's trying to put in work, trying to say, hey, which one of y'all is going to promise black people something? Because I understand where black people are in America. We hold a half a percentage, a half a percent, 1% of the wealth. and it's Y'all don't understand how poor black America is. He said his only interest was in helping people. I'm going there for black Americans, the ones who are the descendants of slaves. That's what I'm going to talk to anybody in power, he said. If anybody has a problem with that, it seems like a personal problem. And a lot of, a lot of people have a problem with the black people saying, finally carving out a space for themselves, finally saying, you know what? Our lineage is different. We're not just black. We're Americans. We, we, our blood is in the soil. Oh, suddenly everybody's like, "Well, well, well, then they don't divide us. We all black." No, we ain't. No, we, f- no the fuck we ain't. Let's stop this. Let's stop right now. Black people, we have sit around and watch people run, run. A lot of people play a lot of sides. You got a lot of black black people who are immigrants who come over here. They be having a uh, 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 Haitian flags, Grenada flags, Grenadian flags, and all kind of shit. A uh, 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 and all kind of shit in their, uh, 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 in their, uh, bios on Twitter and everything. The moment that we say we're ADOs, or uh, we're foundational Black Americans, and we put a American flag up there, everybody got a fucking problem. You know why? Because everybody's been coming over here eating off of your lineage and legacy. Well, that shit stops. It's t- enough. Ridiculous. When you in our house, you respect us. When you go to somebody's house, do you disrespect them? Do you disrespect the people who built the house? No, you don't disrespect the people who built the house. What the fuck? What is going on with that? Why are we letting people disrespect us? We letting the Democrats disrespect us? We letting uh, uh, some, some immigrants disrespect us? Enough. We built the
0: house. This is our house. Respect the people of the house. Damn. How
1: easy is it? So Ice Cube is talking about this. Now everybody's in an uproar. Everybody's
0: mad. <sighs> Speaking of that,
1: and that's what Biden and them are trying to do. They're trying to lump us into all one group. We're not one group. I had to tell somebody this this morning. And I'm going to talk to see if I can find it for a minute But let's talk about Amanda Seals Can we talk about Amanda Seals real quick I'm going to go through what, what I what I got to talk to About this week But Amanda She big mad in these streets I mean big man Amanda Let me look this up here Got on because she, she has a Grenad, Gren, Grenadian flag On her bio in Twitter And people are telling her she's non-foundational black American Really, she is. She's half. Her father was from Boston. Her mother's from uh, Grenadian. She's like Malcolm X was half. So a lot of people don't know that Malcolm X was was uh, well, his mother. I think was from Grenadian or his grandmother, okay, uh, on his mother's side. Okay, so a lot of people don't know that. But Malcolm X never identified with that. Malcolm X had a grandfather, a father that was uh, killed by the Klan. Uh, American father. He he identified himself and immersed himself in in Adolf's culture. Uh, but Amanda Seals got upset this week Because we're going into this where well, we need to go into why cause, Because black people are starting to ask for something for themselves That's why I'm talking about this Black people are starting to ask for reparations Black people are starting to ask And now everybody got a problem So And that's why Ice Cube went Because he said I'm asking for something Particularly for black Americans Okay Amanda Seals this week got upset because she, everybody is telling her she's non-foundational black. Now, if you go over to her Twitter, page, uh, her Twitter page, I don't see, and I went over there, and I've been knowing this, but she still just got that Grenadian flag up there. So people probably think she's Grenadian. Nobody knows she's half she, she's, she's American because she ain't got no American flag up there. She's repping her mama's feet. Okay? So, let's talk about her this week. I got it up here. She went off on them. uh, uh, Went off this week because people were. um, She felt that people were. um, Were calling her non foundational Black American, and she wanted to remind people that she she she's half of uh, she is her half her people come from child of slavery on one end and from Caribbean one on the one end on the other. Okay, so let me let y'all hear her. I'm trying to get this up so y'all can hear her act out, okay? I got this up. Getting the audio up for you guys. Okay, let's listen to this.
3: I was born in America. My mother is from Grenada. My father is from Boston. I am the descendant of shadow slavery in the West Indies. By the way, stop fucking saying that I'm a non-foundational black person. Y'all keep trying to come up with ways to undermine the validity of my voice, and I'm really tired of it. I was born in America. My mother is from Grenada. My father is from Boston. I am the descendant of shadow slavery in the West Indies and in America. I don't need to keep explaining this, but I'm going to do it this one last time because I'm really fucking tired of it. I'm also a fucking genius. So there's a couple different reasons here why I should be listened to. One, because I'm smart like a motherfucker. Two, because I am the descendant of ancestors who have been through the traumas that we are trying to undo right now. And three, because I'm an authentic motherfucker and I speak from the heart every goddamn time. Now, anybody who's got something to say to me about otherwise can go suck a bag of dicks. Because your point of view has no merit, because it is not grounded in anything foundational, black or otherwise. By
1: the way, Amanda is, we do, now I'm starting to understand why, and I've been understanding this, and I, you know, I try to be both sides with Amanda Seals, because I understand, but I do think Amanda is smart in some things she says, I don't think of her as not smart, I just disagree with her on a lot of shit she says, okay, and she thinks she's a fucking genius, usually when you think you're a fucking genius, you're a fucking idiot, okay <laughs> right, so so here's a, 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 a Amanda. She she's she's book smart. She's read a lot. of yeah, you know, okay. listen. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Amanda. And I, now I'm I'm starting to see maybe why you don't get invited to the little Emmy parties and shit. Okay, I'm I'm starting to get it. Uh, because first Amanda doesn't know who she wants to be. Amanda does not fucking know. She one minute she wants to be power to the people. The next minute, she wants to be Grenadian. The next minute, she's over here wanting to be uh a a a militant uh uh, m- uh the militant girl, and you know she don't know how to she don't know how to mesh her shit. She don't she 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 has no clue of who she is. She's very young. She has no clue who, of who the fuck she is. And sometimes older women, we don't. Sometimes I find myself balancing between all of that. But Amanda wants to be Hollywood too. Okay, so she, she her voice. She's shaky in her voice. That's why people will be be are able to attack her because in on one end she she's on her biopic. She wants to let you know she's half a uh, 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 descendant of American chattel slavery, but I don't see no American flag up there. Her ass been repping uh, the Grenada flag up there for a long ass time. Why is that, Amanda? If you half and half, I think you just want the you 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 seem like you're leaning to one side. And that's okay. I'm not saying be not be proud of that. I'm saying that most people are looking at that and they're saying to you, you don't you don't even represent foundational Black Americans. Why should we listen to you? You got a Grenada flag up there. We can't run out in and out. Of the, we don't we don't got no we don't have no other flags up there. We don't have no, I don't have no flag up on mine. But we don't have no we don't have we are Americans. What? What? That doesn't mean you can't have a voice, a valid voice in the conversation. What it means is have some fucking respect because you are over there going on both sides. You are uh You are playing one side of the fence just a little bit more. I don't see an American flag up there. I see a, Gren- a, Gren- a grenadine. And she probably say, "Well, because America ain't done something, something for me." It'll probably be something about racial, America's steep in racism and all this stuff like that. But we don't have no other flags to represent. Most ADOS don't have other flags to throw up. So it's not that you can't have a voice in the conversation. It's that you seem to lean to more to one side, and more people are going to look at you and say, eh, I don't really know. I don't really know if we should be listening to her. She, she, does she us? Does she even really care about Adas? Is she, she's repping Grenada. I mean, what the hell? Should we really be? I mean, what? I mean, should we really? We don't got no escape. See, Malcolm didn't. Malcolm didn't do that. We never. We didn't know until people read his history. People can be allies. There are plenty of people that can be allies with Black Americans. Black American people are not divisive. We are universal people. You can be an ally. Just don't get mad when we coming for ours. We've been doing that before anybody got here. We're going to keep doing it. And Amanda, you can sit her happy Hollywood ass down. She's wanting to be Hollywood. She don't know what the fuck she wants. So sit down, Amanda. That's why nobody understands you. And I've been trying to defend your ass for a long time. I've been going back and forth. You know, maybe I should help him let a man be even though I know you're not that likable of what you appear to be, you appear that way, you appear you might be very likable, but it comes off as you not being likable, and I respect half of your heritage, what it is there's not nothing wrong with that, and you have a you have a valid voice, but the problem is with you is that you seem all over the fucking place, you're very smart, but you seem like you all over. You don't know if you want, well, we don't need to talk about reparations right now. We just need to vote Biden. Well, black people don't vote. Well, black, black people have done, done that for years. We don't want to do that no more. Most of us don't want to do that. Most of us are talking about something different. And because you think you a fucking genius, don't mean we, we got to listen to you. you. Listen to yourself, and your followers will listen to you. I mean, it's absolutely idiotic. People are really pressed about us. That's how I know black people are going the right way. Shout out to every all the people who are pushing the narrative that black people start to embrace their lineage. Shout out to, first of all, I got to shout out Yvette and, and Tone. Because Yvette and Tone really started pushing this narrative. Even Tyreek, even even though he get, they they fighting amongst each other, he got FBA. And then you know uh Jason black Adam, they may all fight against the uh, dr uh Dr. Watkins and Adam, they may all argue with each other, but I respect the narratives are being pushed to make black people say, "Hey, yo, wait a minute, we're different, and we need to come for ours. We have our own lineage. The problem is a lot of people have been able to benefit off of our low self-esteem. A lot of people have been able to benefit because people have told us we don't have no culture. We got a culture. It's went out across the world. As a matter of fact, we might be one of the most authentic American parts of American culture.
0: We built a culture.
1: So to... uh, To begin, let's say somebody was arguing with me online, an African guy was telling me, well, you know, black people don't need to be divisive at this time with each other and stuff like that. I'm like, "Uh, do you consider yourself the same as a Nigerian or a Kenyan? No, you do not. Well, we don't get into our lineage until later on in the conversation. No, you don't get into your lineage with Black America because you, a lot of Black, a lot of Africans who, who I've been friends with, I've been friends with a lot of Africans. A lot of Africans think you don't know, and they don't even bother to explain it to you. I think a lot of Black people don't know about like their different parts of Africa. People do, and so he, you don't get out at just African until you get over here, or just Black till you get over here. And a lot of times it has to do something something to do with monetary. You know, people like to avatar. And what I mean by avatar, it doesn't mean that we're not all black, but people like to pretend to be black American and get in with black Americans, criticize black Americans nonetheless. But you get in with black Americans real good and stuff so they can buy your products and services and you you can run around talking about, I'm black too. Support me because I'm black. Support me because I'm black. Meanwhile, you are benefiting off of us, but you're masking our failure, and then you're talking about us, and you're masking how institutionalized racism has 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 hurt our community. So yeah, we got a problem. We have to begin to begin to define ourselves in terms of lineage. If we do not, we're gonna be in serious trouble black people. That's all I gotta say on that note okay It's what it is it ain't really I don't even really think it's all about voting. I really believe it's 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 just time for black people to really uh Really get a hold of 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 our, our own to bring our self esteem back up to understand who we are and what we have and what we are brought to the table and what our ancestors survived so that we can be here. We owe it to our ancestors, our ancestors. We owe it to our grandparents and great grandparents and great grandparents and, and 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 family uh, uh, who endured uh, uh, the harsh American slave trade. Not only was it America. Not only was America. Did American America had slavery. America had failed Reconstruction, and America had fucking Jim Crow. We have one of the most unusual stories in the world, and we survived it. Our people survived it. We owe it to them to fight for our lineage and fight for the uh, and fight for our our. Uh, uh, for our um, our American heritage, because that's who we are. We in every part every part of America that was built, we've been there every step of the way. So no, we're not gonna give away our lineage easily, and we shouldn't have to. I wouldn't ask a Haitian to give away their lineage. Jesus, what the hell's going on around here. Let's talk about y'all bad kids today, okay? Let's go on into other news. Law enforcement this week, this is according to Autoblog.com. Officials in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, are trying to figure out how and why an 11 year old boy stole a school bus, led police on an extremely dangerous and surprisingly long chase, and ended up crashing into someone's front yard. He was arrested on four charges. But shockingly, no one was hurt in the accident. Okay, so listen to this report, y'all kids. Y'all got what is y'all doing out here with these kids? They bad. (laughs) Let's listen to the report right now from uh, uh, Autoblog. Okay, guys, yeah, I don't have the audio up from this, so I'm just going to read it. It says, okay, according to police officers, the unnamed boy somehow got the keys to the bus, which is reportedly privately owned, and decided to take it on a Sunday morning joyride. It is likely fit, uh, fitted with a push-button ignition, the spokesperson for the Baton Rouge Police Department told news channel WAFB9. It sounds like the bus was empty and not in service at the time, So details about the theft, the chase, and the accident are still emerging. Now, the funny shit is to see the video. (laughs) His little ass was going fast, too. It's surprising that nobody was hurt, okay? But it says, thank goodness he was okay and he was safe, but was not your typical Sunday afternoon occurrence for sure. So we're blessed that it didn't do any more damage than it did, said Libby Smith, the owner of the property, the bus crashed in an interview with CBS 17. Uh, it was, listen, I saw it on the video. It was a mess. Let me tell y'all something. Cause tell y'all, some of y'all little kids are just dangerously smart. They, <laughs> you know, like they, they, like, they watch you. They watch you every little damn thing you do, and they can, and they and when they get a chance, they're going to roll it out. So I thought this was a hilarious story, but he was going fast. I'm telling y'all, he was really, really going fast, okay? All right, so we talked about Ice Cube. Let's talk about Ryan Henry, because, child, y'all been out here in these streets this week talking about Ryan with his fine self, child. Ryan's fine, honey. Ryan is fine. Ryan reminds me of an ex I used to have years ago when I was young. Ooh, he's fine. Woo. He was no good, too.
4: <laughs>
1: oh, my goodness, it's always the fine ones, are Oh. Let's talk about Ryan Henry, okay? Black Ink Crew Chicago star Ryan Henry's best friend is accusing him of sleeping with his baby mama, um, mm, child, and why he got cancer too. Why he had cancer too, okay? Scandalous shit. This is according to com. It says, Ryan Hendry's best friend, Anthony Lindsay, and he showed up on the Storm Norman show. You guys can see that on YouTube. It was really good. He had a really good interview. Storm had a very good interview, too. Shout out to Storm. He had a really good interview the other day. Sidebar, y'all. But he had a really good interview the other day with Roseanne Barr. It was so good. I was like, damn, we're Roseanne. Roseanne is it. I I was I enjoyed it. Roseanne is so funny, and I think, I think Roseanne got dealt a hard deal. I, I, I really actually think Roseanne should be still on TV, you know I didn't think they did, dealt that right I know people would be mad at me because she would say Well, she's acting like a white supremacist Listen, my thing would have been to make her hire writers that were black You could have got black people jobs It could have been a lot of things that came out of that Besides suspending her from that show This is my personal right uh, Taking away that show from her I didn't like that idea but uh she was pretty funny on him on Storm the show, so if you guys get a chance, a uh, Storm Norman Mom calling that man Storm Norman. Yeah, I don't know why I keep calling that man that Storm Monroe, okay? The Storm Monroe show, okay? So check it out on YouTube. I really like it, okay? So he had um her on there and he also uh had uh a Ryan Henry's best friend on there feeling the tea, child, feeling the tea, talking about how it all went down, how he, how they had just got I think him and the baby mama had gotten back together. Y'all got to go over there and listen to it. But him and the baby mama had gotten back together. And I, I, don't quote me on this, but I guess he found the phone. He, one of the kids brought him the phone or something like that, and he decided to look through her phone and found some salacious text, baby. woo Now both of them, she's real pretty too She's not a ugly chick, she's a gorgeous chick Okay, so uh, let me talk about it It says Lindsay updated, uploaded a a thread on Instagram Filled with his feelings, text messages, exchanges uh, between Nina and Henry Pictures of him and Henry and the media's uh, reaction to the scandal this isn't for uh for a show which everyone seems to think. Nah, this is my life. If you know or follow me, you know that I told I hold my son's mother with the highest regard as well as Ryan. They did this to me while I fought cancer. Lindsay shared on Instagram. Lindsay was so distraught that he over he overdosed. Well, I'm at my lowest point I've ever been in my life. I found out last week my son's mother text uh my son's mother's text that her and Ryan my best friend and father to my godson has been fucking each other over a year and a half. It took so much of a toll, it ended up I ended up do- overdosing last week and as he said on the screenshot on Instagram. Henry, who was in La- Las Vegas right now, uh posted a subliminal message. Okay, but he, he responded today. So I'm gonna let y'all hear his response, Ryan Henry's response. But let's talk about that black ink I I cause I was hearing so much about Ryan Henry that I had to like Watch a black, uh, black Ink to see And child, when I watched, I was like, "Lord, he is look, he's beautiful." Let me just say that, okay? Okay. He's beautiful, but here's the thing, okay? From what I gathered from him, I don't know because I, I don't watch this on a regular. But the little stuff that I've watched, he's got a baby mama that he's been with on and off for a long time. I think since they were young kids. I think the the the, the, the boyfriend. He was on Storm's show Storm, Storm Monroe show He said that he had been They have been on and off They were 15 years old Okay uh, They have I think Four children together Which right away puts me at Like going Eww. You know Like if I was single On these streets I'd be like For y'all young girls Y'all girls Four babies With one word I'd be like Dude why you just ain't Married her ass by now You know I mean so we And I'm going to explain Dudes like Ryan Okay so, in, in, in a quick second Okay But Ryan seems to, like, you know, have make. have he seems to sort of kind of have a lot of problems with his friends a little bit, have a lot of problems with, the, with some ladies. He's a ladies' man. Yeah, you can see why, okay? <sighs> Fellas, first off, when you got a friend like Ryan Henry, Henry with all that sexual energy popping off of him, be very careful about leaving your... If Especially if you got a lady and you know you ain't been doing your shit right. You know, you, I don't know what this young man was. I'm not saying he wasn't doing right. But uh, be very careful in leaving that friend and just tr- trusting all that too much, okay? <laughs> it is what it is. Especially if you if you and the baby mamas always on and off like they seem to be, allegedly, then, you know, be very careful when you got a friend that's popping like that, okay? Okay? So that's the same thing with women, okay? Now, let me just say this. I said on my thing that Ryan Henry on my post this week on on the Facebook page, I said Ryan Henry doesn't seem like the type of dude that you would give up your family for. And what I mean, people are like, you know, what you mean by what do you mean by that? What I meant is a like I love, I, I listen to O'Shea Duke Jackson. I like O'Shea too on YouTube. And one of the things he said this week, and I'm something I don't always agree with him, but one of the things he said on YouTube this week, he said, "Dudes like Ryan don't have to do absolutely nothing, and they can come while you do all the work, hard work, and they come and get your woman that easily because they look, usually they look that good. They don't have to do anything. <laughs> Ladies, dudes like this, they have a lot of women, okay." If you are a high say, say, for you got a fine friend like you. You have a problem in your relationships and all this stuff right now, and you, you, you got uh, your baby, your baby daddy got a, or your husband, or your, your, your boyfriend, or somebody got a fine friend like Ryan Henry, and you thinking about sleeping with him, but then you want to walk back to your family. Let me explain something to you, sis. I would This dude looks like he gonna take her back. And that's probably part of why... Let me just say this, fellas. That's probably partly why she might have been going around. She might know you that way, that well. I mean, I wouldn't take her back without making... you. She really had to jump hoops. But I digress. Anyway, and then the fact that he went to social media and stuff, it seemed kind of... I know he he was hurt, but, you know, it's not the most attractive thing to a woman. Okay? So... And, it's, no, and there's no excuse for doing that to somebody. There's no excuse. And and she's human. She messed up. Her and Ryan messed up. Shit, shit happens, okay? But, ladies, you got to think about this dude. This dude, think about who the fuck this dude is, okay? He got a baby mama that he been on and off with and four kids. Is he worth the damn risk? And if he's coming to get some coochie cat from you, you can't listen. When you got a man who's doing you good and doing cool to you, maybe it ain't maybe it ain't perfect, or maybe you having problems in the relationship. But you, if somebody want to come for you, they at least they better come. You better come. If you gonna come for me, you better come with whatever. You better come with your highest. I'm not gonna. Why would you diss? I talked about the same thing with Jada Pinkett. Jada? Like I said, why would Jada Pinkett cheat with the Because sometimes women are depressed and they don't know, understand what they do have and so you you would cheat with a you cheat with August Alcina <laughs> when we do got twenty million dollars. I I don't understand. Now in her case you know, Ryan is the popular one. He got it, but you see Ryan's got a pattern over there. Ryan, you see Ryan, you've been knowing Ryan for a minute, and you know Ryan's probably a fuckboy. Why would you even do that?
4: Why? Why?
1: And then leave text messages to the fact that you're doing it. it is. Now, I ain't going to tell you how. I'm just saying, say, if you do the, so, why would you leave text messages where he can? Oh, my. Story time. Sidebar. I used to have a friend years ago. Yes, I dated a guy that looked like Ryan here years ago, but this is a different story. I had a friend who looked like him, too. He was super, super cute. I don't know if I ever told the story on him. He was just one of my best friends. As a matter of fact, when I was in NAACP, Axel has a young girl. He was in Axel with me, and I had a crush on him when I was a teenager in Axel, but never dated him. We became good wasn't interested after I got to know him I was like eh, eh. you know you know fuck boy all over okay but we were so cool I mean he always come to visit me come to hang out with me he and the women would go crazy women would be like he come up to my job take me to lunch women
4: would be like
1: girl oh my god like
4: girl like
1: you uh and I'd be like uh mm, uh mm. Don't do it I'd be telling I, I tell out every time he would come up to see me the women be going crazy at my job, every and i warned chicks I said don't do not do it and so i like, girl, you're trying to keep me for yourself? I'm like no, I'm not interested i there's a reason why i'm not there's a there, theres a reason here uh-huh. so I had this one girl she worked at my job he came up he took me to lunch. And he's always sweet. He always brings gifts. He's really just cool dude. Nothing, no, no relationship with her. He knew that that was never happening because I knew what the hell he was. Okay? So she's like,
3: oh, please. She's
1: just begging me. Oh, just begging me. I said, no, I'm not going to be responsible if for you, uh, whatever situation you get your damn self into. Uh, uh, you, you're welcome I mean, I don't have a problem If you want to say something to him I'm not his girlfriend You know, we cool I don't have no kind of problems like that What I do The only thing I say to you Is when your shit go down Please do not bug me At work <laughs> About his ass Because I'm telling I'm telling you right Damn now It's as pretty It's as pretty as it, look, as it looks It's as much problems That comes with it too She didn't believe This This heifer got strung out Messed up for shit with a regular person, okay? Just messed up. And coming to work every day. I said, I told you don't be coming to work telling me about him. Because I don't I don't want to hear it, and I'm not going to be in it. Risk everything. And he was gone. Because he was in and out of town. He was gone. never come, Didn't even come back. Didn't even hardly pay no
0: attention
1: <laughs> That's Ryan Henry. That's how I feel about Ryan Henry. That's how I feel the ultimate. You know, listen, dudes like him need psychological probably help because they're so beautiful, and they probably long for female attention. Maybe at some point in their life they didn't get it, or they didn't have it. You know, a lot, and they long. Maybe they searching for their mama and shit. I don't know. You know, I, I I don't know. They, but they tend to. You know, they love the attention. And, and then they go back to some long suffering chick who they probably really don't like. They they think they do, but what they do, what they really have is a bunch of history with them. And they just don't. And 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 they remind. And the history is probably they more. It's, they probably got a relationship like a really dysfunctional, fucked up relationship, right? And they just can't. And they and they can thrive in dysfunction. Those type of dudes like Ryan Henry. They could drive, thrive in dysfunction because somewhere that probably dysfunction has been in his life. And so, ladies, when you're getting involved with these types of dudes, because they so fire, as they, as they look, they, they first of all they look so good that you already imagine you fucked the sex in your mind. So it's probably sex is mental first half. So, you probably already think that he's going to be bombing. So, you, if he is kind of bombed, you're going to over exaggerate it in your head and you're going to be fucked up in the streets. So, I tell women, with men like Ryan Henry,
4: be very
0: careful.
1: Don't risk anything without somebody invested, you got something to risk too. Now, he did have something to risk. But he's got a long-suffering baby mama who will probably take him back maybe somewhere down the line. She probably never, she has had four babies by him. Long fucking suffering. He's probably not going to pay too much of a price, and he probably fucking knows that. But you, on the other hand, if you got to wear a scarlet letter, let it be for something. Wear no fucking scarlet letter if he ain't jumped over no damn. <laughs> if he ain't got nothing to risk, and you can tell if he got something to risk too, okay. So don't be worrying. don't don't have, don't wear, don't make yourself wear a scarlet letter when you don't have Now this chick has got to run around wearing a scarlet letter, and she probably ain't gonna stay be with Ryan. She probably know Ryan's a fuckboy, boy, and she's not gonna be with him. And it, 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 it is what it is. If she does, it'll be pretty surprising. But he doesn't seem to look at it that way, okay? So let's listen to Ryan Henry today He decides to give, publicly address the situation And Shade Room put it up It says on the Shade Room, it says uh, Ryan Henry confirms that he had a sexual relationship With his best friend Anthony Lindsey's ex And baby mama Nina He went live to say he wanted to take accountability And explain that this info actually came to surface Privately about a week before social media got the info, Okay uh, and that's what his baby daddy and uh, baby mama person say. So let's take a listen to Ryan Henry uh, talk about him sleeping with his his best friend, baby mama.
5: In the last week, you know, it came out that uh, that I had slept with a friend of mine's ex, and also the mother of his child, uh, which happened to also be my godson's mother. Um, that was true. There uh, there were situations where um, that happened. Uh, almost about two years ago and then more recently um, in the last like two months um, and then y'all got this last week um, and it's been seemingly as as much as it was coming out repetitively that uh I wasn't saying anything about it and that I didn't care um, that wasn't the situation as far from what it is I think literally when y'all got the information I was in Vegas um, um, but one big part about that is that you know myself and all the parties involved you know we had talked uh we had talked because this had come about a week and a half before that, in the last week, you know it came out that um,
1: all right, okay now this let me tell y'all this why he's doing this live it's all kind of women talking about, oh, you fine,
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> see why he think you can't get it right here. <laughs> This brother think he can get away with everything. I mean, he, he's beautiful, but he really is taking accountability on here. He seems really hurt. What about like he's taking responsibility for what he did? He looks like he's taking responsibility. So let's take a listen.
5: So between myself, uh, my friend, you know, um, the woman involved, you know, my kids, mom involved, and then some of our other friends. You know, we had all talked. You know, it was a it was a bigger situation that was going on throughout that whole last week and a half. So, you know, we had all talked, um, you know, most of y'all know, uh, especially from Chicago, y'all know uh, Anthony and I as, you know, friends. Uh, some of y'all know us as brothers, y'all know us as friends for a long time. Um, so the, the weight of this situation uh, for what it is, you know, was just heavy. You know, it's uh, it was heavy, but we, we dealt with it. I think the main initial purpose was that When y'all got it, you know, I was still in Vegas, and it was coming out day by day by day on uh, blogs about this, and I didn't say anything. I wasn't addressing it. Uh, To y'all understanding, we had already addressed it. So with uh, my depression and how that goes, you know, when we were in these situations off of each other, and like I said, just given the situations, you know, with us being friends, it only allowed me to limit myself for what, you know, I could reciprocate from what he was given and what I could receive because we had these things over us. You know, it's not um, from the outside view and from clickbait, like, you know, if you're from Chicago, you know, you know how close we are. You know how in tune we are. You know the situations of us and, you know, our relationships and um, what we go through. So, you know, I could, I could only give so much back when I'm holding something over me for somebody that I love. And it's like, man, I got to get this out. You know, so it's only going to be that. Somebody say this definitely defines you, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, so just to be clear, you know, I'm not the victim in this. Uh, everybody else who surrounds me was. Um, this particular moment is definitely not about me. With this particular moment is definitely not about me. Um, it's about me apologizing publicly. You know, because so many people will feel that I didn't say anything or some people that I felt that I didn't care you know this is about me uh, apologizing publicly if y'all feel like I've apologized to Anthony. we we talked we talked a lot after this happened you know y'all just got it a, a little bit later, so we talked a lot you know, so so people to think that I didn't apologize to him uh for my mishaps and my mistakes you know we definitely talked you know we talked as friends we talked as brothers we talked as family for what I did and for what situation I was in, so I definitely spoke on that. When it releases, y'all not going to get it like that, so this is me publicly letting y'all know that I did apologize to him, you know, me apologizing to y'all for being able to get something like this, you know, no matter how far um, the mess up is, this particular.
1: Now, you know what, I thought this guy really, listen, I'll say this, this was good that he did this, that he came out, because this dude and him was very close. Allegedly, they were like brothers, okay? uh, uh. (laughs) But things happen, okay? I'm not like making light of what the dude did, okay? Obviously, though, if you see, listen, I'm just trying to tell men something. Men, come close. Fellas, come close. And 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 I say the same thing with females. Okay, when you have a friend that you you hoe around with, like they hoe and you hoe too, and y'all hoe together, I'm not saying that's what the baby daddy was doing, but I think he said something like that or something. I don't know. But if you if they if y'all was hoeing together, what you need to understand is as that is a picture of character. <laughs> And that means that if he can he fucking around with the baby mama shit. He can fuck around with your girl. He can fuck, so you can't. You gotta be very careful with dudes like that. Like dudes like that, you gotta keep it. You gotta keep their space. And you know, as a man, when your boy got problems, that don't mean that you you don't let your boy have access. You know, to your your a significant other to talk or y'all have friendships and stuff like that. You just don't let no dude like that. You know that's a hoe. Get close to your baby mama, especially if you've been out here in these streets not being perfect your damn self, okay, and she's vulnerable, okay? Okay, because Ryan, the Ryan Henrys of the world will take your baby mama. <laughs> <laughs> They'll take your wife. They'll take your girlfriend. Woo, <laughs> Ryan right here no joke. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie to nobody. I ain't going to lie out in these streets. But I've seen dudes like him a, become a dime a dozen. See, the thing about it is it's not that he's not a beautiful man. It's that, you know, and and when you're young, when you're a young girl in these streets, you sometimes fine is really a lot for you, and it's okay. Hey, you're supposed to have attraction. Attraction is good. There ain't nothing wrong with that, Okay. But you gotta be looking for something deeper, and when you see how somebody's like their energy flow is or whatever, you gotta know that you know you gotta. Like I said, he had a baby mama. He she got four kids. He ain't married her yet. Shit, he ain't. And it's some ma'am uh, whoever you baby mama, baby mama with four kids. Who's the girl to be showing up on the show all the time? She's a real pretty girl. Listen here, listen here. You gonna have one, two, three,
0: four. Four and,
1: ma'am, and he's sleeping with his best friends. Uh, uh, baby. It's almost as if you can't really. I don't know what to tell you. I don't want to be the woman to say you can't go nowhere. You can, you can. You just, you just have four children. Babies, are, babies are a blessing, but you have kind of hurt yourself by staying with this dude for that long and giving him children when he hasn't armed access to your fucking womb. I just understand one or two, okay, we'll let them, that but to have four and he's still out here running the damn streets. Girl, this should be the end for you. You should be saying you should have wasted enough time. They said she had been with him since she's like fifteen or sixteen, and that's easier said than done because that's a soul tie. You know, tied your soul up with his ass. Uh, and he is something obviously that's not clicking. Because if it was, he would have probably wiped you up by now. And I haven't heard that he has. Has he wiped her up? I'm not sure. Is he? He's, he's really. He likes to use her womb. But he hasn't married her And he actually likes He has other relationships She's a beautiful girl too Let's just say this This is what I talked about Brittany Bell last week Right
0: Sisters, sisters,
1: I understand it's easier said than done, I know. I know when you love somebody, you love them. I get it. Trust me, I do. But when you're a young girl, your time is so important in getting a person of value out here, okay, as a mate. And then there's no guarantee Like, you know what I'm saying? If you're interested in being married. I'm not talking to people who are not interested in being married. I'm talking about if you're interested in getting married or having a relationship, a solid relationship and stuff like that. You have a certain amount of time before it gets harder for you. And to give somebody access, to your body and your womb to give him children, to bear him children, and he does not marry you to bear him three and four kids and he's still out here running his damn streets. He has brought your stock down. It makes you harder to move it makes it harder for you to move. It makes it harder for you to find men of value when he's out here fucking around, and he's out here, and uh, fucking around with his best friend's baby mama at that, he's out here fucking around, and you have already hurt yourself by having four kids, now I know you think your kids is a blessing, ain't nothing wrong with that, kids is a blessing, and listen, like I said, single motherhood can happen to any woman who's out there that's single and having sex, it can, it happens in life, that's no thing, I'm not knocking nobody's no single mamas, anybody could be a single mom, okay, Anybody, okay, and, and there's a lot of great single moms, okay, but the thing is, it's if, 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 if preferably if you have a marriage or a, relation, a solid relationship. And when you keep coming to the table and giving somebody babies who don't deserve it, who haven't earned access to you, ugh, Now you've had what you, a you, uh, hit the, I don't believe in hitting the wall. I believe you've had a, a, a kind of a hit the wall murder. For a baby my How is the girl? What's her here? I think she was a, how is she? Lord have mercy.
2: Because I've
1: heard about it. I, and I saw some things on show. She's She's beautiful. I saw her picture. She's a pretty, pretty girl.
0: Uh, let's see.
1: Let's see. Uh... Okay. He has two kids. He has two kids. Here we respond, he has two sons, Mason, twelve and Cannon 6, both whom he shares with his ex-girlfriend, Rachel Lee. Cannon is actually fathered by Lee's off-and-on boyfriend, singer Jeremiah, but Henry considers the six-year-old his own son. Okay, so she's got two. Hold on. That is confusing. So it's two she got. Oh, girl, you need to get out uh, while you ahead of time. You already got two baby moms. What in the world is going on around here? Okay, this is the Rachel girl. Okay, she I thought she had four. I thought somebody said she had four. Okay, two is not bad, but she got two different baby daddies already. Okay? Now, I would say that, that this ain't the business. Don't give nobody no more children. Nobody don't need no more children right now unless they getting ready to put a ring on it. Nobody needs no more. What is up with these dudes To keep the same one? Y'all get the same people over and over again. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, goodness. Very interesting. All i say is it, it's, a, it's a sad situation. Hopefully him and his friend can restore their friendship. I don't know if that can ever be restored, especially when the, if the baby mama going to still be there. Child, he can't never trust y'all again, okay? can't trust y'all again because we know y'all got it for each other. mm-hmm, mm
4: mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And how long have they been having it for each other? How long have they been having the hots for each other? No. All the women he could have too. He could have had a lot of women. All the damn women he can run around here with. He come he went through his baby mama, his friends. you can have all kind of chicks, Ryan. Quit being messy. Ryan's a messy ass, too. Shit, quit being messy, but I do uh, uh, commend him from coming out publicly and apologizing to his friends, his friends, family, and to everyone, okay? And, chicks, if you're going to have to wear a scarlet letter in these streets, make sure he don't just show up and drop off penis. No. Make sure he has something to risk, too. Why his ass was sloppy, y'all were sloppy with the text test. And if I'm the baby daddy I'm going to tell you the truth She was so sloppy with them texts Leaving them on her phone and stuff She, It just seems like she just almost didn't care if you found them So in my personal opinion This is somebody I don't know if I would take back I don't know if she really is that into you Or she even respects you She just probably had some kids with you And that happens sometimes Okay i got to tell people the truth out here in these streets. Save yourself, sir. Claudia Jordan reveals Donald Trump tried to kiss her twice, told her not to waste her time with black men because they don't have money. What? This is according to uh, allaboutlast.com, okay? It says, ladies and gentlemen, gather around in story time. It says, Claudia Jordan is coming forward and joining the vast majority of people with stories of her past experience with Donald Trump appearing on the podcast behind the velvet rope with David Yontief, to spill all the tea, okay? Prior to being a reality store and a talk show host on Fox uh, Foxhole, the Providence, Rhode Island native began her career in beauty pageants. The Out Loud with Kyle, Claudia Jordan, host, participated in regional pal- pageants, becoming the second African-American woman to hold the title of Miss Rhode Island USA in 1997. Uh, when she won, she also competed in place within the top ten of Miss USA pageant in nineteen ninety seven. Jordan went on to appear in various music videos before being uh being a regular on game shows. The price is right, two thousand until two thousand three and on deal or no deal from two thousand five to two thousand nine. She expanded her Foxhole um she expanded her her resume to become the radio personality, having a serious XM show on Jamie Foxx, the Foxhole show, the Cardio Jordan show. Her casting on Real Housewives of Atlanta would bring Jordan more notoriety, okay? But prior to appearing on Housewives, Jordan was cast as a member on Donald Trump's reality competition show, The Celebrity Apprentice. During her interview on Behind the Velvet Rope, she details moments with Trump, including her opinions on how he views his family and people in general. I think Tiffany is the most neglected of all the daughters, Jordan said, I kind of feel like he doesn't give her as much attention. Now, a little bit more, but I feel like at the time she wasn't getting that, and I really thought she was a sweetheart, and ex-wife Marla is very sweet. The model continued, he favors Ivanka over his own wife. I like the way he loves Ivanka. He loves Ivanka. I think he's okay uh, with Trump Jr., and Eric is just like whatever, the afterthought. But he's the ugliest. What? (laughs) On Trump's preferences, she added, so I think Trump judges people by looks weight. he's a Gemini Okay He, he <laughs> Gemini can be Gemini can be very surfacey, Okay Not all of them But some of them can Okay He made uh, comments to me When I was doing When I was doing Celebrity Apprentice Like I know he values people Based on those type of things And I know that sounds Like a fucked up thing to, For me to say But it's true He does He values people Based on how thin they are How attractive they are If they're rich She then went on to recall a time that the commander-in-chief made controversial remarks in attempts to discourage her from dating black men. Like, he called me a few times, and he would tell me that I shouldn't waste my time with black men dating them, which I was, at the time, dating an Olympic athlete, black man who is the best in the world, she says. And I was like, wait, why would you say that to me? And he said, because they don't have money. And I was like, hmm, okay, so just throw away the whole race. Because they don't have money to use So I told him, I said, that's not a cool thing Afterwards, Jordan brought up the time when Trump attempted to kiss her Oh, before I got Apprentice, we were just like the year of the year leading up to the show He was trying a little bit, you know, he would do kind of do it The Fox uh, Soul host explained, he tried to kiss me one time, twice, uh, she said And I had to remind him that he was married that was like, you are not putting that tongue in my mouth. That's not That's not going to happen. Absolutely not. Claudia, you could have been a fir- first lady. You could have replaced her. <laughs> Don't let laugh. Yeah, I mean, everyone knows he cheats on her, and so does she. That's why her, her braces and diamonds are so big. I know he did like me as a person. She continued. I know he floated, and he did try to kiss me twice, but I wasn't going to go along with that. And, you know, he tried me a couple of times, but I was still able to, like I said, curve, which a lot of women, we shouldn't have to have, skill, have the skill. But a lot of us do have that skill. We have to navigate where, okay, it wasn't sexual assault. I'm not going to say that, but you are trying it, and you are a married man. And let me remind you, you are married to Melania, and I'm not her. So you can put your little orange lips on your wife, and we can do business. But you are going to be over there Wow Oh wow This is going to be a good interview She's going to bring out That's going to be tea You know people are going to be shocked about that But you know what I remember when Donald Trump When Claudia was going around uh, with, with, the, with that Trump thing With the apprentice and everything and I always did suspect Trump like Claudia I I did suspect that. I that, that's no doubt. So I, I believe her. I believe that. To, I believe her total story. <laughs> okay. Very interesting, child. Okay, it's gonna be on the velvet rope, whatever that is. Wow, behind the velvet rope. Oh, that is that's a trip. Wow, that's gonna see some shock waves. Uh, <laughs> myth. Okay, you guys. When we come back, we'll get into more tea, uh, here on the Carlotta Chapel show. We gotta talk about what do we gotta talk about? Uh we gotta talk about how Tony Braxton came for uh, David at a festival and then Tay Moore turns around and defends him, okay? We gotta talk about Jaden and Willow talking about they felt shunned by the black community. Chow, wait till I get a hold to these two. Talk about these two, okay? And then we gotta talk about Stevie Wonder finally leaving Motown. That and a whole lot more on the CC show when I get back. Meanwhile, what we gonna start off with? Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> Y'all know how I get into this. i would be like, what are we going to play? I don't, I actually don't know. I was, um, I thought I had a song we, we played, but now I don't.
4: <laughs> so
1: let's go into, uh, y'all like, Carlotta, play something. Okay, I know it. We'll play Javier Crazy. It's the CC show. I'll be back in a moment, y'all, Okay.
4: Exactly as you please drop a brother to his knees just for fun. I think it was the first of May. Girl, I can't forget today day. I stand in there. I knew you were the one. Do you think that possibly? You this thing live with me. This girl, this love is growing.
1: y'all know how messy this show is that's it Maxwell get to know ya oh my goodness this is the CC show I'm Carlotta and we are back okay Maxwell this week he appeared in V Magazine it's a V V Magazine and um you know they're all talking about voting all the celebrities okay so uh, you know, once you stand, they be posting memes about people standing in line for eight hours. I tell y'all ass right now, I ain't standing in line no damn eight hours. That's that's bullshit. <laughs> and they ain't either, bro. <laughs> but Maxwell uh, showed up to V Magazine this week, and it, uh, he's talking about uh, the American Dream, the hundred million mass programs, and free education. It says, um, it says he says uh, he's in their thought leaders issue. And it is now, yeah, it's just got a concrete artery, if you like. But it says, uh, things are completely unbearable. This is what he says. I don't feel like everyone gets a fair shot at living the American dream. This is an incredible amount of marginalization that occurs in the ways that you don't fully know or understand. As an African-American born in Brooklyn, I used to think New York was an example of uh, – of anything is possible. Slowly throughout the years we have tried to see that not everything is possible. Some things are only possible for certain people. I'm voting and will continue to vote past the presidential election to give us the chance that I
2: uh
1: the chance that I was best enough to be given. Okay, you can hit read what he has to say and the rest of what he says in this um uh the uh what is it, this V magazine, okay, that they're doing the leaders the thought leaders edition and stuff like that.
0: Let me tell you, he looks really good. He has, like, this picture with his hair out. Fine. Okay. All right, next boy, I see you with the hair. It looks beautiful. Okay? All right, so, you guys, coming
1: back, we got to talk about, who we going to talk about first? I don't know. It was something I was missing. It's something, it's a story I missed. Diddy. Okay, we'll come back to Diddy in a moment, but let's talk about uh we talk about Tamar first. Let's deal with Tamar's shit. God,
0: let's deal with Tamar's
1: ass. Okay, according to showbiz Cheat, uh cheatsheet dot com. Okay, it says Taymar Braxton defends her ex David Adafesso, after sister Tony Braxton slams him on Instagram. The drama between Tamar Braxton and her ex David Atafeso is now spilling over into uh, Taymor's famous family. The Braxton sisters are done biting their tongue in regards to Adafeso. They are blasting the love and war singers ex on social media. Has Taymor comes to Adafeso's defense? Uh, Tony Braxton and her sisters are said okay. Says the Braxton sisters are not giving Adafeso any slack for his public campaign against Tamar amid the uh, former uh, couple's breakup. Trina recently blasted Adafeso, claiming that she does not agree with his handling of the breakup. During an interview with Claudia Jordan. In response to Adafesto's restraining order against Tamar, Trina says, I thought it was a lot and I thought it was unnecessary, but I think it's important for me to keep my opinions to myself because it's not going to be pleasant. Trina says the situation with Tamar and Adafesto has only drawn the Blackstone family closer. Honey is now speaking out against Adafesto. Remember, she gave the uh, Instagram post where she called him a weasel and keep her kids out of the mess between Tamar and stuff like that, okay? Okay, but it says Tamar has been silent inception of an Instagram post promising to love herself and keeping her mental health a priority. Following her sister's Instagram post, Tamar is breaking her silence in a series of audio recordings she posted on social media. Uh, Tamar shaves her sisters for speaking publicly. Okay. She says, I appreciate uh Okay, she says, I appreciate my family all of a sudden speaking up for me. Y'all want me to do Tamar? And out of sense, speaking up for me, I not do that. Uh, Tamar begins. She also knows that though her family is currently speaking out on the media that their relationship remains estranged. Though Tamar agrees with her sisters that Adafesto's handling of their breakup could be better, she insists that their relationship was not all bad. She says Adafesto was an amazing partner to her and even greater stepfather to her and seven-year-old son Logan. Was he? Were they married? Uh, Tamar hints that her family was not uh, present during her time of need. She is asking that all allow her to deal with her personal issues privately. Okay, let me tell you right now, this is why you don't get involved in family shit. I'm telling you, uh, your girlfriend shit, none of that. Don't do none of it. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Don't. It's hard. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. You know, I, I talk to my friends. I try to tell them. I'm very opinionated and blunt, but I try to, I've learned to try to talk to them like a psychiatrist. I'm like, well, now, how do you feel like about that? Well, you know, you could see it that way. Well, you know, cause you gotta, you, you gotta let them suggest they own shit. Cause I'm telling you. They they, they, People would defend shit Tamar, her family came out Which to me, Tamar is the problem Not David Adifesto. Tamar is the constant elephant in the room Okay, but I digress The ratchets don't get that yet They they should get it now, okay Here she comes out to defend This person, now I had a family member Do that to me, I had a family member Who was going through all Kind of shit And this person said to me after everybody helping her ass and everything like that. said,
0: well, such and such, he's the only one that he's really cared for me. Uh, give me? Uh, uh, what the hell? Uh, uh, are you running? are Ain't you this who you're running from right now?
1: What the hell are you talking about? See, that's why you can't get involved. And at that point, I was like, uh-uh. You on your own, okay? You on your own. You cannot stop. You can't. Don't get in between. Don't get in the middle. Don't get around it. Don't get nowhere. Just say, mm hmm, well, they got problems. Uh-huh, well, I wish you, I hope y'all work it out. You know, don't get in the middle of that shit, okay? Because then you, what happens? Look at what Taymor is doing. With my family, David's been an amazing stepfather, amazing. Now, uh, that's why I said she don't know what she wants. She's been back and forth all week. David first was a problem. First, she gets a restraining order. If it's, listen, uh, uh, the best thing that the Braxtons can do, especially Tony Braxton, legend Tony Braxton, don't get in this shit. Stay far, far, far away from it. Let Tamar do what she do, okay? Let Tamar do what she do. Let Tamar be who she going to be. Y'all know what y'all know what it is with Tamar. Y'all try to be acting like y'all don't know what it is with Tamar, and I ain't got enough stress this week to go off about Tamar like I did last week. I just don't to any. It's not me. I any. Mean, but Tamar is a, Tamar. You are the problem, and I'm glad she's recognizing that
0: she she needs to work on herself. Willow
1: Smith and Jaden Smith. Willow Smith, that she and Jaden Smith felt shunned by the black community for being
0: too different.
1: This is according to Yahoo.com.
0: Jaden and Willow, newsflash, you are fucking different. Everybody's daddy
1: in the black community don't make $20 million a film. Everybody, mama went on a different
0: world.
1: Let me read the article before I start going in. On the latest episode of Red Tabletop, oh, my God. On Facebook Watch, the co-host, Will Smith, said she believed her and her brother, Jason Smith, were shunned a little bit for being too different. The 19-year-old singer made the comment after her mother, Jada Pinkett Smith, recalled the waves of backlash she received after Willow cut her hair off at 11 years old. Later in the episode, Jada Pinkett Smith said she was mom-shamed as Jaden Smith got older and began dressing unconventionally, like the time he wore a skirt for Louis Vuitton campaign. Willow Smith spoke candidly about feeling like an outcast during a new episode of her online TV show, okay? Specifically with African, the African-American community, I kind of felt like me and Jaden were shunned a little bit. We're not going to take pride in them because they're too different, the 19-year-old singer said of her and her brother during the latest episode of Red Table Fox on Facebook Watch, released Tuesday. Even some of our family members, I would say, would, I, uh, I would feel they thought, you're too different, she added, Okay. During the new episode of uh, Red Table Talks, Willow sat down with her co-host, her mother, Jada Pinkett Smith, and her grandmother, Adrian Banfield-Norris, to discuss mom shame. Willow comments about feeling judged by the black community uh, came after Pinkett Smith said that first time she got hardcore mom shame when her daughter shaved her head at 11, Okay. Uh, Will underwent a drastic transformation as an act of rebellion and all this stuff. You know, listen, okay. Let me explain something to these little kids out here because they don't have that many fucking black people around them, okay? The Smiths, you know, and you can you can understand the black community probably if you was hanging with more black kids. I guarantee you, I the first thing I say is, how many black kids went to your school? How many black kids were you around? How many black kids did you know? How many black people did you know? Okay, that's the first thing, little girl. It's the first thing. Okay, talking about somebody shuns you when they don't know your ass that way. Let me just say this: my grandmother was unconventional. My grandma, I can't, I always think about my grandmother sort of like a Jada Pinkett Smith. She's a, but had, she she had her time. My grandmother is very Jada Pinkett Smith, like in her in her youth she was. Okay. And raising me, I was very unconventional, okay? I was unconventional for a, 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 a little black girl being raised up in the hood. It was it was a little unconventional. But you know what? I fit the fuck in. And sometimes I didn't. You know what? My grandmother made me be like, that's okay that you don't fit in. You're still black.
0: And you still share the issues of the community. you unique and you be
1: proud of being unique and i went with my little unique self to school with black people where i where all my peers i was black everybody was black maybe i was different sometimes sometimes sometime, and there was a lot we had in common i had in common there's a lot of things that i had i i was different there's a lot of things i had in common but that's okay but had you probably been around black people, you would have known that. Black people gonna always we, we 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 black people was old school. Black people always gonna have something to say. Especially when people are unconventional. But I bet you are different. You little Waylo and Jaden, you get to do a lot of shit because your parents make a lot of fucking money. You're weird as fuck. You are. You know why you're weird as fuck? Because you're, your parents make $20 million. Jaden was living in his own place. Uh, 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 what's, her, what's her name? Jada said at 15 years old. Can't nobody be, being black do that. Not too many black kids do that, that ain't got wealth in their family. And most black kids don't have that wealth. Ain't nobody moving out at 15. That's different. That's some different shit. What Jada was raising you from a point of, well, your father was Will Smith. Your father's a fresh prince of fucking Bel-Air, okay? What do you think? You're different. You're different, you little, you're different. You weren't shunned. You're different. You can't be shunned when you probably wasn't hanging around black kids. Stop. Stop it. You probably wasn't hanging, you wasn't hanging around no black kids. I, I know you wasn't because I see you friends now. They wouldn't hang that around at me back here. And I blame Will and JB if they felt that way because, you know, you can always do something. You, you got wealth. You can always do something to introduce your kids to the inner city and the hood in which you live. You can always take your kids uh, uh, to, like, you know, you see uh, 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 Snoop had his son at the, in, in football and baseball and inner city sports and stuff. Uh, Deion Sanders had his kids going to a school that he, a black school that he had here in Dallas. He put his kids in school. okay? I mean, there's a lot of things they asses could have did so you wouldn't have felt so shunned. Jada, people was mom shaming you. You know how black people are. Black people believe the kids sometimes don't got no say. You, she eleven years old. She can't tell you to cut her damn hair. Now, black people, are, most black people do not agree with that, and that it wasn't that she was mom-chained. It's just they saying shit. Well, who's she?
0: She's her little ass is eleven. <laughs> and don't feel, Data, you're not alone.
1: My, my my grandmother was very much the same way. Man,
0: she still is.
1: Okay. But my grandmother, when I raising me, she was very much like, if you cut your hair, but she wanted you to know the consequence, okay? That's that's, that's how she, so I, I get, we get it. You're not, but people are going to do, because it's black. Black people are traditional, very conservative socially, okay? And 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 that's how it is. And your kids would have known stuff like that. They've been in the community more. But you know, you from Baltimore. Come on now. A little different background than will will grew up in a little bit of middle class, uh, Philly. Say no, I get
4: that.
0: I'm not gonna even discuss these little kids.
1: Nobody's done job. Y'all not y'all probably wasn't enough around enough people to be done. So okay? how many black kids was you hanging out with
0: growing up? Huh? That's really like that's just how many
1: besides your cousins and your and your uh, your auntie? If, if you were saying, you said they even thought you was real, so you would hang around. Um, you wasn't shunned, okay? You wasn't shunned. You and you are different, okay? That's the first thing. You are different. We're trying not to be different. Money makes you different. When you got when you got wealth, and most of your community don't have wealth,
0: you different. You're going to have access to other things You're going to have access to um, You're
1: going to have access to More choices More uh, wealth things You're going to have a greater knowledge of things That other people in your neighborhood Do not have access to So that's going to make you different Little kids What the fuck are they talking about this is, this is just a, They just be on red table Talk Talking nonsense sometimes Sometimes they just be talking nonsense <laughs> Sometimes I love it, and I love—I really like the Smiths. I really do. I'm a big Smith Smith family fan, but, uh, fan. But this is unnecessary. This is dumb. Okay, you one around love me. You can't be shunned when you haven't been probably around. Okay.
0: Um, Stevie Wonder shares
1: two new songs and leaves Motown Records after nearly 60 years. And he started his own label, and this is according to you at NME.com. So Steve Wonder has shared two new songs and signed a new record deal with Republic Records. The veteran singer dropped the track, Where's Our Love Song, and Can't Put It in the Hands of fate, and which, you can, uh, which they have listed on NME. You want to go hear that. He has launched his own music. I had a great conversation with Monty Lippman, the, the Republic president. And I, I spoke with Reed who signed who signed with Republic Wonder, said, Wonder had been a Motown recording artist for his entire career since he signed with the label as an 11-year-old in 1961. Wow. Even though I've left Motown, I never leave Motown. That's Detroit. So I'm sure that we can figure out how we can do some things at Motown. Maybe I'll do my gospel inspired by Lila With Motown, we'll work it out He said, referring to a gospel project Named after his late mother Announced in 2013 Listen, I'm glad Stevie's well I'm glad Stevie's doing okay I am really ready for concerts to come back So I cannot wait I hope to see Stevie Wonder At a concert You know, I really always want Stevie to come to Essence Because that's the only place where black people gather In such a large crowd and it's all of us And you can feel our energy And everybody singing Stevie Wonder Fucking songs would be so awesome my essence looks like he's just having a hard time right now. And I don't I'm just with essence. Hey. Okay. <laughs> but it's good to know that Stevie's doing well and back and he's after sixty years. Now no longer on Motown. Very interesting, okay? All right, let's talk about Sean at Lee Street. Sean, Diddy Combs, launches black political party chap,
0: please. Ugh, Jesus.
1: Endorses Joe Biden for president. Surprise. Forever. the music night. I'm eating y'all too and you yeah I'm eating my preference leave me alone. <laughs> the music model name uh named it our black party
0: okay I don't know what he's talking about He ain't got no party did he ain't start no party,
1: especially all student a did he announce that he's launching a new political black political party called our black part- our black party please. That's according to Fox News Network.
2: Hmm.
1: Oh, Lord. I don't want to start. The gatekeepers trying to start a, 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 a damn party. There is Diddy. city. No. The Music Mode said its focus is to help advance political agenda that addresses the needs of black people. And he's working with young and black elected officials and activists to get people involved. Diddy said it doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or a Republican. The goal of our black party is to help advance a political agenda. See, you're not doing another party. I don't know what you're doing. Help advance a political agenda that addresses the needs of black people. The 50-year-old revealed uh, the news Friday on Twitter after speaking on his Revolt TV network on Thursday. Diddy, whose real name is Sean Combs, also endorsed Joe Biden for president. Now, he I sit and listen to this interview. He painfully Endorsed Joe Biden. I mean, he went through every reason not to vote for Joe Biden and still saying, well, we got to for, vote for Joe Biden. And you know why he did that? Because he's a fucking chump. Did he? I can't believe you a Scorpio and you a chump. And you let him them, pick your candidate. You let people, you was, when you said you wasn't going to choose nobody, you was right at first. But see, Ice Cube came out here because Ice Cube got hooked for and making y'all look like asses. Now y'all trying to run out here and trying to, win well, this one, you got to have a black part. And you don't want to look like Ice Cube. You don't want to take those hits. When you at first was talking about don't vote at all. Don't vote for nobody at all. But now he's out here and, well, you know, and. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, we're gonna. He, I mean, he really, you should have saw this interview he did with Charlotte. I mean, he painfully was like, all the reasons, lots of over.
0: I know, I know it's just not good either way. I mean, I mean, what are we gonna do? I mean, what we gonna
1: do is not vote federal, the, the, the president. We'll vote a down ballot. You can go vote for your local and state, but let's not vote for the Democrats. Leave their asses out there to hang. Ain't nothing going to happen to you with Donald Trump. It's a lie. Ain't going to be peace. No, somebody said the other day, it, it might be a race war. Uh, we already having racial wars and outbreaks. We've been having this since Obama. We've been having riots and shit. Calm your asses down. Then he said it doesn't matter if you're a Democrat. Okay, he said the 50-year-old revealed the news, for news Friday on Twitter after speaking on his revolt TV. Network on Thursday. Diddy, whose real name is Sean. Okay, I already put that. Things have gotten got too serious. It would be irresponsible for me to have us hold our vote hostage. Okay? But it would be also irresponsible of me to let this moment uh, go by and not make sure going forward we are doing what it takes to own our politics. No, Diddy, you're asking us to vote somebody in who doesn't want to do anything
0: for us in the first place. Why should why should I screw my ex-boyfriend again? I don't want to be my boyfriend. That's what happening when you ask themselves about the Democrats. Why should I give you Democrats some both coochie? You do not want to be with me. You don't
1: want a commitment. You don't want to make commitments to me. You make commitments to all the other chicks around
0: the town. Everybody else, but you don't want to make commitments to me. Go be with LGBTQ and go be with Latinos. Go be with uh, uh, white women. But you will not. Get this vote, Gucci. That's what we got to (laughs) say.
1: We need to get Biden and hold him accountable. Trump has taken things too far. Oh, my God. Biden has taken things too far. Biden has been in office for 47 years and he ain't done shit different. (laughs) Now he's going to get up there. I had a friend tell me the other night, I'm going
0: to give him just two years. I said, you gave him eight years with Obama, and what do he do? You gave him 47 years. What do you <laughs> do?
1: Oh, my God. We can no longer stand for doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. That's what we saying. So why are you encouraging people to do uh,
0: the same thing? It's the same thing that black people have been doing for 50-some damn years. Tell the Republicans to kick fucking rocks.
1: I mean, the Democrats and the Republicans to kick rocks. Tired. This is insanity. It's time we unify. So I'm launching one of the boldest things I've ever launched. Oh sure. I'm launching a black political party with some young uh, black elected officials and activists. So they'll probably be all you know, you know,
0: Democrats. Buh Our
1: mission is to create a platform to help advance a political agenda. That addresses the needs of black people. So going forward, we aren't in the same position we are in today. And you know what? gonna tell you something. Diddy don't fool me. Diddy is a businessman. Him funding a political parties and shit. I mean, you know, he wants some power. He wants some favors and shit. See, that's what I'm telling you. That's why we got to understand politics as black people. You really do. So people, everybody ain't, on, everybody ain't on the same tip. Everybody it's about A lot of these people get favors for their damn self. He won his own that's IQ was very honest. He said, I got the music business in there, I got everybody in the, in my plan. Uh, the Hollywood in my plan, Because he's a Hollywood guy. This dude lying talking about he's just trying to help i just wanna help me. You know, you wanna control you some politicians. I get that. I ain't mad at that. Now listen he's saying white men like Trump need to be banished. <clears throat> white men like Biden to be damaged. Both of them. Both of them do support the same bird, which is white supremacy. The rapper also contends his stand back and stand by comments to the Proud Boys.
4: Hmm.
1: I don't really care what he said to the Proud Boys. We're in a, war, a love war versus hate. Let me let me just stop. Did he was just on the the beach this week? or last week, a couple of weeks ago, they filmed kisses on an Australian model. Child, um, and Divi's in another atmosphere. Here. Black people and that's not to say, you know, he can't be down with black cause he's down with some Australians.
0: y'all yeah, know how black women get. Y'all
1: yeah, know how we get out there and we start paying telling people we're going to go date the Lithuania Little
2: <laughs> Black women.
1: Me get mad. It's so funny when black men date white women sometimes it's it's the funniest thing is to go up to somebody's comments and read because black women uh, uh we would like we really get mad and I always laugh about what Maxwell was dating a white girl years ago. And they were so hot. They was hot as fish because they thought Maxwell was Shea Butter and Curls, right? And my Maxwell was dating this white girl he's putting these white women on his Instagram page and shit. And and they was like, listen, why buy us tickets and shit? It was hilarious. <laughs> black women be like, black women be like, shit. <laughs> black women be like, bitch,
0: you, you want to see black women not posting your ass? Marry somebody white.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but we double standard. We having a double standard right now because Kamala, everybody's ignoring her shit. But Harold, she's married to a white man. But Harold Crosby, my personal opinion, the reason why Harold Crosby's career uh, career didn't, and he was a former congressman or senator, didn't go for president, is because he married a white blonde. And I think he knew he wasn't gonna make black women would not be trusting him. And I would just be saying the same thing: Why y'all suddenly all down with Kamala so easily? because uh, she we well, we got double standards around these streets, okay? But Giddy was on here last week. He looks like he's more concerned with Australian models and shit like that. I can't believe Giddy don't want, really want to start a serious political party. He even on this interview talking about he was going to fund the revolution. I was like, right. If you telling people you going to fund the revolution, your ass probably ain't going to fund the revolution. You know, you're know, going to fund something that's a false revolution. <laughs> Listen, I don't buy Diddy and them no more. Diddy, Diddy and and and, and his voice. Listen, this is not to knock their success. Success is a beautiful thing. I don't knock that. You work hard for it, or you maybe suck ten dicks for it. I don't know. I ain't saying which one they did. I don't know which one. I've heard different in the music industry. People say some people work real hard, some people suck dicks. I don't know how it goes. Somebody, somebody didn't listen to you. I don't know. You know, because people do different things to get where they at. Okay, whatever you did, you did it really. You did it. A, a, a,
3: you didn't really work really hard for it.
1: <laughs> Whatever work you had to put in, okay? And I admire that. But what I don't understand like, is for you to, for, for, for these people to come out and speak, and it's been going on for a long time, for the community in which they don't understand the stats, they don't understand the numbers, they don't understand anything about what's going on in the community, and they come out and try to put in place certain things, talk about what they're going to do. And he's talking, he's using talking points that he's heard from a lot of these people like Yvette Cornell and Tony O'More and stuff like that. You need to, why, you should invite them to your shows. Invite people like that, uh, the grassroots movement. Instead, they're all dealing with the same type of people. Blue-lay, the lay type, the blue check marks on Twitter and all that shit. It's just, you know, it seems like a little, like, click, and I've never been one to buy into cliques. never. Mm-mm. Never liked them. Even when I was in high school, I didn't like clicks. Clicks always are just, a, I mean, you know, it, it, it. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not. Um, and so I, when I start seeing this clickish behavior, like, and you, we name all the same people. Like we have, and these all these same people come up through the same type of ranks, stuff like that. I begin to get disturbed. I begin to think my my conspiracy head starts to come up, especially when I see these boule type of characters um, and certain things. And it it just it it just begins to disturb me. And that's probably who he's gonna pick from among. Us. And there are tons of voices out here who are really moving the movement that you haven't heard of. And to me, to be uh, pandering to uh, these people, um, this certain type of group or certain type of people uh, that are still democratic in general, the Democratic Party uplift, I have a huge problem with that because that's not going to get us any further than where we've been. I mean, I really actually think their time is up. And if you got if you got them old talk, talking points from from a hundred years ago, fifty years ago. Besides, you know, Dr. King was a very smart man and he was ahead of his time. Malcolm was ahead of his time. If you're going to emphasize, but those men were very much ahead, but they were very much maligned when they were alive. People didn't like them when they were alive. They took the hits when they were alive. Dr. King took a lot of hits when he was alive. Malcolm took a lot of hits. He wasn't the icon that he is now. And so when you start to, to 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 take people, people talking about they representing these people, but they don't seem like they're taking no hits, but they beloved and they darlings and they, and they it just seems something off. It just seems like they, it, it seems more that they're more involved with the Democratic Party instead of being black first. And what I would suggest to any artist out here, I'm going to tell you this, anybody listening to my sound of my voice or whatever, okay? Anybody in show business and everything, I don't know it. I, just somebody talking on a uh, blog talk, <laughs> okay? But what I would suggest, because I do see the grass really, really smoother, and what I would suggest is getting ahead of the frat. You know what I'm saying? These people are going, I suggest, suggest doing what Ice Cube did. Ice Cube is being, is genuinely, he's genuine about his shit. He's there when, when Antonio and him had that interview together. Ice Cube was there listening as much as he was there uh, taking in, and he was defending what he what he was about too. He was he wasn't just listening to everything Antonio said, but he was also making his stance clear. Ice Cube seemed like he was educating himself a lot on the uh, uh, on what is going on. Okay, he he really got down in the grassroots and dig down there, and black people will reward him for doing that. You know, even if he takes some hits, we're going to reward it. And when you start to go that way, I'll tell you this as, a, as anybody in the entertainment world and everything. When you start to align yourself with the grassroots, expect to take some hits. And expect to stop going conventional on how you're going to get your money. If you're a conventional person and you need the crowd and you need, the, uh, you need everybody to adore you and not always not, and, and nobody not to like you, then keep going the fucking way you're going. But if you really are about people and about things and about uh, about being a part of a grassroots movement and a part and willing to stand up for what you really believe in and not some false narratives and shit they be putting out there, then, uh, you know, expect to get hit tonight. Expect for everybody not to like you. Expect not to be the popular one. But like Cube said the other day on his 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 Twitter, he said, you know, I've, I he's always he took some hits when he left NWA. He said I, he took some hits when he went over and worked at the East Coast producers. Remember, people was calling him selling. He was always taking hits because he always been a man of his, a man, a man who understood. How can I say this? He's a man that's led by his own principles. He has principles and he's led by. That's what I said about Dane Dash. Even though, if, if even if I don't like Dane Dash all the time, certain things about Dane Dash, Dane Dash is a principled dude. He's not a Jay Z. He's not trying to be out there be popular. Dame is willing to take the hits because he's principled. He got his principles. He's like, you know, I, I'm the Tyler row and this is who me. And so you and and I might take some hits for being me. That don't mean that people can't evolve and change or something like that, but it's just, that's what, when you principle, you will and you understand, you know what, being me is not going to always be popular. Aligning myself the way I align myself is not, I'm going to take some hits. Okay, that's one thing about Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon didn't understand. That's why Nick Cannon was over here. He's trying to really get down that black stuff and be all black, but he didn't understand that once you go that way, once you start dealing with interviewing the people he was interviewing, once you start doing that, all that you might take some hits. People in the the mainstream ain't gonna necessarily like you. And when they do, I always be leery. When the mainstream starts to embrace you, I always know that they just as well as they bring you up, they can bring your drag your ass right back down. And who's gonna be there for you when they drag you down? It's the hood, the people in the hood, and the people in the neighborhoods are gonna uplift you. So, it is what it is, okay? Uh, Sean Diddy comes and them. i do don't, I don't—I consider them gatekeepers. I don't pay attention to when they start talking about what they're gonna do for the community and all that stuff, okay? Uh, and I like Puffy, and you know, there's some things I think Puffy has done. I like that he started—I think he started the school in Harlem and stuff like that. But it's a, a lot of these people are there's a lot of. Uh, Democrats behind them. A lot of we're, we're not doing anything, and that doesn't doesn't mean we can't partner with certain groups supporting support, support uh, certain people. But black isn't first. Being a black person isn't first. Uh, we've uh, what we're, we're doing and and healing the healing of our people isn't first. What's happened for a lot of those people is they've been compromised. They have a lot of uh, people that they are tied to, and they got to make other things first. And, it, and that doesn't necessarily make black people be the number one on their agenda. So it'll look like they're doing stuff for the black community, but really what it is is um, cure up you the, the, the fan base or the money base for something else, okay? For, and a lot of times you'll find them doing things that don't help us as a community at all. They'll be doing things, and we'll find ourselves in the next 50 years in the same fucking boat. And we would be like, damn, what happened? Why are we sitting around here uh, 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 still uh, the same way? Still we at zero. Now we done got worse because we follow a lot of people who don't have put us first, okay? And so when we don't see that, when we don't see that kind of energy, when you know they're not, and you'll know when they're not putting you first. You'll know because the stuff just don't work. And they never were interested in putting you first in the first place. I mean, how many years has Diddy been out here? He could have started a black party. But I digress. You know, maybe he's really in to chain. Maybe he's going to do something different. I don't know. Okay, we will see. Okay. All right, you guys. I'm going to go on a break. When I come back, what do we got to talk about? What else we got to talk about out here in these three? Um, talking about David Adifesto, Tony Braxton. Uh, We got to talk about Cardi back with I said, Chad. She
0: said she missed the deal, okay? Oh, Jesus.
1: <laughs> we got to talk about Chadwick Boseman did not have a wheel, y'all. We're going to talk about that. Um, And billionaire Robert Smith admitting to cheating on his taxes. And guess who's going to produce the Sammy Davis bio? Child biopic. God, I gotta tell y'all wanna get back. I I'm just just say I'm disappointed. Y'all thought I was disappointed about Billy Holiday. Shit, I'm disappointed again. <laughs> okay. So we'll talk about this and a whole lot more when I come back. Meanwhile, we're gonna go on a little break and we're gonna play going into break. Uh, we had to phone up. and
4: said, so, oh, okay. So I'm
1: saying Usher, don't waste my don't waste your yeah, my time, okay? Uh, it's the CC show, i Carlotta. I hope y'all enjoyed the show. I'll be back in a moment, okay?
4: Y'all know what this is. My mind was changed. I'm glad you made intoxicated.
1: Cardi B, let's start it off, child. Cardi, that got that uh, Rolls Royce from Offset. <laughs> and suddenly the divorce child was off. She Cardi, like, the y'all do the Okay. I done got to work. Now, some
0: of y'all take y'all
1: toxic exes back, toxic exes back for less. Some of y'all take them back, like I said, for a Popeye's chicken dinner. Okay. Somebody told me I'm giving y'all too much uh, pro- uh, credit. Some of y'all don't get nothing. <laughs> but Cardi this week, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, she got a, I guess it was a week or two ago, she got, she got a, 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 a he gifted her, he, back on, he was back on his apology ass. He gifted her a, a Rolls Royce and a and child. Cardi said, yeah, I'm back with all set. I'm a crazy bitch, she says. okay. Uh, Cardi B is confirming What our eyes have been telling us She and Outset are back together This is according to TMZ.com And to hell with that pending divorce During the rapper's birthday celebration last weekend And another outing in Atlanta together this week They seem way more like a happily married couple Than exes moving on And Cardi says the reason is pretty simple Cardi I, she's going to back, She's going back to Offset For attention Instead it's just that she's a crazy bitch Who can't make up her mind She says one day she's happy and then the next day she wants to beat him up and then she starts to miss him all over again. She adds, It's not hard to talk to you. It's it's hard not to talk to your best friend. It's really hard not to talk to your best friend. Of course, there's also a sexual reason too. Cardi put put it bluntly it's really hard to have no (laughs) dick.
0: Oh Cardi B, Cardi B, Cardi B! Oh Jesus!
1: <sighs> She's all this. Listen here, I'm dignified, baby. That's a Cardi thing. Cardi like, I don't care what y'all
0: think. <laughs> we toxic, and that's just that. Okay, listen.
1: Listen, listen Cardi, all I say is don't have no more babies because for for a
0: little bit until you
1: sure he's right. Like don't have focus on your career. I understand that you, you miss the penis. And that, you know, you crazy one day you want him back. Say so she also said she also said that she'd be kinda of like hitting him and everything. She's more abusive. Well, that's not good. I mean, anytime you got, you know, you got to go under out of your element. You know it, and I'm gonna read that little story in a minute. But anytime that you got to go out of your element has a, 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 a in a relationship that you start, you have to kind of question that. You have to start saying shit. I mean, you know, wait a minute here. Anytime you have to, you you become like you start to be violent. Are you doing you? You becoming something that you that you know you're not normally, then you, you have to question uh, the situation. So it's, it's, it's very uh, interesting uh, what Cardi said. But let me see if I can pull that up, you guys. I'm going to pull it up where Cardi uh, talks about her, her her situation being violent. and shit. You know, good thing to be violent and shit out here in these streets. But <laughs> well, you got to be violent with somebody. That's enough. But here's – well, first you're going to say Cardi talking to uh, – I want to play her talking about this week talking about why she's back with it. If I can
0: get this up. Okay, is it up.
1: Okay, guys, I'm trying to pull it up for you. Some of it, we get some of it. Y'all can at least hear some of it. There you go.
0: To have no, I have no date. And then he's like, I don't want, I don't know. You're the crazy one. Mm-hmm. You're crazy in your family. I'm not that tall. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not that tall because uh, I took a test. But I think you're the crazy one. I know, literally I'm not that tall because I took a test. So I know I'm not that tall. It's just like, I I, I, I don't know. I'm through the crazy day. So you know what I'm saying? I could I love people who saying, people just kind of trying to throw people think they are taking back like um a you know serialistic. I do like material things. I I like material things and I think but I just gonna take it what do you want me to do? do have voice nothing like no. I and mean, I, I really wanted something from a particular. I um I I'm really really, 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 really critical really. people. Who's young mother what are. are. what
1: are. Um, listen, I hope y'all can hear that. Sounds kind of messed up, but you know, she. I like Card- Cardi. Something about Card- Cardi that's sort of endearing, even when she's being kind of crazy. You know, um, she said she's not bipolar because she took a test. Okay, she's not bipolar, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> uh
0: listen, I here's the thing.
1: When you have relationships, those toxic relationships that um and then, you know, listen, when you're in them, they can feel really great. I mean the adrenaline rush, you know, from you know <laughs> there is an adrenaline rush too. Fighting and shit. It's it's true. Toxicity has it's, it's, <laughs> it. Has, it's has is 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 cool. And you know when you and when you have that great chemistry with somebody, when you have that great chemistry like with somebody, you can fight with them from across the room and not even talk. I mean that you you, you can have a look at each other and you you fight in your in your head, face or something. And that kind of toxicity can draw you, and you feel like we're just crazy. But there's an adrenaline. Eventually, that shit's going to get tired, though. I will tell you that. And anything that makes you as a woman, like she says, I think she says on, um, what was it, in Boss Up, she was talking about, um, let
3: me see if I can pull this up here.
1: She was talking about how she, uh, she, she, she talked about it on here a little bit, that she's more so the uh, crazier
0: one.
3: But
1: let me see. If we can pull it up, but she's saying that um she she's just basically saying that she uh she's more to uh she's more the crazier person in the relationship uh that she uh more is the uh person who will get into more end up being more i think allegedly being fighting him more um for women when that starts to happen when you start to hitting people and you start to just losing your mind, like when that starts to happen, if there is an adrenaline rush to it, I get it. And, you know, when you're young, that adrenaline rush, that feels good. When you're sitting there fighting with somebody and the toxicity, there is something to why people stay in toxicity situations because they're drawn to all the drama. It feels normal to you. For some people, if you grew up in a lot of drama, that stuff feels normal to you. I mean, when I was in a, in a relationship with somebody and they grew up in drama, so drama felt for them normal. They they liked that
0: shit. You thought <laughs> about New York men? <laughs> they like
1: this. Shit. They like to fight. <laughs> I, it, it, and I and I dated a few of my time. I don't know why they all like to fight they all love to fight but I was dating this particular guy and this guy just liked to argue there was no reason and liked to draw out the worst in you like the worst and when the worst person comes out of me I like being nice I like being I'm not too nice I like being cool I mean I come at your ass but I don't like when I have to get I don't like having to get ugly like it's it's not it's I it's not my nature when I gotta when I gotta box you or something like that that's not normal that's just not cool. <laughs> so I you know for Cardi you know I think she's young right now and there's some sort of a a a a a adrenaline rush she gets from that, but eventually you're gonna tire, sweetie, of it. It's gonna you know eventually you're gonna be like you know. And I try to share with you girls who listen to the show on here. That's why I share so much with you. Eventually, that shit is going to get old. You're going to be tired of of arguing with somebody over another chick, arguing with somebody over a uh, big uh, who Where was you at last night? Where'd you at last night? No, so it's just it's a lot. It's just a lot, okay? Especially when you get grown, you start to realize how much of your fucking time you wasted arguing with people who just didn't want to go no fucking way. You'd be like, like, wow, you know what I'm saying? It all comes to your head, and, and, and you don't want to make a habit of doing that in your life. You just don't. But here she goes. She went. Cardi B, they said, went on Twitter last night. this is a, a box. but this says? After becoming aware of she and Offset's JoJo marriage, was the topic of the conversation. The 28 year old mother responded on viral tweets that claims Offset was a Offset was a textbook emotional abuser. Thousands of fans signed in. Into the tweet saying they thought Cardi B should divorce the rapper and leave him in the dust for good. Upset at strangers meddling in her marriage, Cardi B shut down the claims of abuse in a series of tweets. Now, why she was, Cardi, you came to social media when you was getting a divorce, expecting to be involved, okay? When you start saying I'm getting a divorce and I'm coming on Twitter and all that and all that, and I just want they gonna people gonna have something to say, okay? But she said uh, she's. uh, he says, abusive girl, I'm the one doing the hitting and shit talking. I, I'm i just crazy bitch one day. I want to smack a, a nigga and leave him, and I want to ride his
0: face and get uh, the, what is that?
1: And get, get the, what is that? Is that coochie rag, cock rag, what is that? You be trying to analyze too much when we are simply dysfunctional. Okay, see, that's what I'm talking about. When you are a woman acting and behaving like that and you have a child, I, I and I, I I like Cardi B, but you have a daughter. To me, I know the adrenaline feels fucking great, okay? I know it does when you're in it. There, a lot of women, lie, like, say, no, it doesn't seem painful. No, it feels good because you keep liking to go through it. Like she said, she's crazy, so she's the one doing the hitting. She's the one talking shit. That's a that's abuse. That's you become the abuser, and he's probably abusive with the emotional things he's doing to you. That's just not the fucking relationship to be into. I mean, I just, I, I, I it's just a lot on somebody's psyche, and eventually, eventually, you are just gonna get tired. And what happens when the toxicity runs out? I, and there is something attractive about toxicity. I mean, you know, the, please, please, hey, people tell you. Makeup sex is damn good, okay? So people like makeup sex. Okay, but it's just something about when you can't have a functioning relationship. Like, you can't have a functioning relationship without fucking
0: fighting. <laughs> I mean, that's just crazy. I yes mean, that's... I, I, and I've known people like that, and I've been in that
1: situation where you can A, a person could not have a relationship without fighting.
0: I mean just couldn't fucking I, I, to do that. Nobody wants to fight all the time. I don't want to fight.
1: I don't want to fight every day. I mean, they find anything to fight about. I mean, anything. I'm like, that's you know what, that's, that's something from, from your yeah, family or some sort of family trait, some sort of shit. I, I have no clue. I don't know. I found it mostly on men from the East Coast, parties from the East Coast. I don't know where Offset's from. As uh, I from Georgia, like some part of South southeast, but I found it along that coast, like dating people from that coast. And I just, a lot of people like they like not all y'all. <laughs> a lot of people like drama. Some people like to fight. I have no clue. <laughs> but it's know, I just think eventually as a woman you get tired of hitting people and being in an energy that makes you less than Feminine. You know, and sometimes every now and then you got to go off and, and, and show the twin about you ain't you ain't nothing to be played with. But all
0: day, every day,
1: and then you got a baby on top of that that's watching all that. That's why the other week I uh, I was talking about, um, I played Lauren Hill's daughter, who she, she said that she has so many anger problems now because she watched her mom and dad constantly fight. And so now that she's grown up, she's bringing that same toxic shit at 20 years old into her own relationships. And I thought it was very powerful that this little, this beautiful little girl was seeing, was seeing this, the pattern, and she was trying to do something about it. You know. And that's what you start to invite for your children. When you start to create a pattern of where y'all fighting all the time around them and you you you, you gollin' about something, the other chick, and and and, 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 and 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 all that energy's in the house and that's falling on that baby, All that energy, all that shit falling on, just falling on and, and then when they get a certain age, they're gonna be doing the same shit. I mean, you know, and it's something that's not healthy. I just don't think it is and to 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 that's when I do say that uh, spouses shouldn't come first in this point. I know I said spouses come first, and people didn't understand what I meant by that. What I meant by spouses coming first because when you put each other in the highest light, you're going to put your children in the highest light. That's just well, when you, you when you when you backwards and you putting your child in the higher light than your spouse, then it's gonna it's gonna all you're gonna do is cause a lot of friction in the relationship. But if you and your spouse love each other. Cherish each other you're going to cherish other additions To your family okay But this is when you have to look At when you have a type of toxic Relationship that is That will seep into your children Then you have to make The decision to put your kids first And you have to probably leave that relationship Alone especially if It's going to cause the kids To later on have to deal with total uh, bad issues of watching their parents fight and argue. And a lot of times people ain't thinking about that. They're not thinking about you can have all the wealth in the world, all the money in the world, but if you are not, and uh, 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 you can give your baby all the Birkin bags in the world, but if you're raising them in a house of fucking dysfunction, and all humans are dysfunctional, but if you just raise them in a house of dysfunctional, being dysfunctional to just be dysfunctional, and you know it's dysfunctional because you missed some dick, well, that's fucking irresponsible. Try to be good parents. Try to really love each other and shit. Try to get out from under that shit and care for each other because you got a baby there looking at your
0: ass. I'm serious. Damn. Really?
1: Robert Smith ev- admits to evading taxes for years. Did the Sally Mae and Navi checks clear? That's all I wanna know for the people at, at you know, at Morehouse. According to Bloomberg dot com. Billionaire Robert F. Smith has been hailed as a brilliant investor who built Vista Equity Partners into a private equity powerhouse and a generous philanthropic uh And a generous philanthropist, lauded for paying off the student debt of Morehouse's college's entire graduating class last year. Okay, hopefully y'all already paid it. Sounds like you did. But federal prosecutors undercut that image on Thursday saying Smith concealed income income and evaded taxes for 15 years by using foreign trusts, corporations, and bank accounts to cheat the Internal Revenue Service. Smith, 57, avoided persecution only by co- cooperating in a case against Robert Brockman, a Houston businessman, accused Thursday of using a web of Caribbean in, uh, entities to hide $2 billion in income in what prosecutors called the largest U.S. tax case ever against an individual. Smith committed a serious crimes, but he also agreed to cooperate, said David Anderson, the US attorney in San Francisco cooperating has put him on a pathway on a path away from indictment. Smith signed a non-prosecution agreement in which he admitted repeatedly, which he admitted he repeatedly made false filings with the IRS even after he attempted to enter the an amnesty program in 2014. He agreed to pay more than $139 million in back taxes, interest and penalties after four years of investigation. First reported Bloomberg News. He will cooperate for five years, okay? Wow. Well, at least some more house checks here. That's all I was concerned about, okay? can yeah, told you about which people are always be trying to avoid taxes. You gotta follow the law, though. Oh, my God. This is sad. You know, I think, you know, it's hard for me to say because sometimes they get picked on, people get picked on because, you know, they've been trying to help their community. And, you know, he, he, he might expect to get picked on after something like that he did. He did something really kind for the people at Morehouse, so uh, still shout out to him, because he still, you know, paid a lot of them student loans out. And, and he, I'm, a, I got an IBM deal if would like to pay.
0: Sammy
1: <laughs> Davis Jr., biopic in the works with at MGM with Lena Lena Waste, producing.
0: Jesus
1: now! Why, Lord? Tammy's gonna be like
0: LGBTQ. Oh no,
1: no, no, no! I'm not trying to be funny. LGBTQ, LGBTQ, don't get mad at me. I'm just saying this is the kind of shit that Lena does. Lena, Lena's always she reps out, and I ain't mad at that. I ain't, I ain't mad at that at all. But damn it, she don't she don't let it be natural. She's like, see, I was trying to throw something in there. I mean, she told this. Make sure you throw a gay veteran in. Make sure stuff that the shit didn't even exist. Shit that don't even didn't probably exist. I don't know. But she's producing it and when I saw her, I was like, Oh no, 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 no. Listen, this DM has launched the development of on Sammy David Jr. Biopic with Lena Waite and Risha Rejani producing through their Human Grad banner, along with the sight unseen Julia Leb Lebbedee and Eddie Valsnitz. The untitled project is based on the 1996 biography of Sammy Davis Jr. My Father, written by Davis' daughter Tracy Davis and Dolores A. Barclay. David Matthews is writing the script. Davis, okay, that's good. Jesus, she ain't writing the script, but you know she tried to come up in the writing room anyway. Davis began his career in the entertainment business as a child and became a sensation following a nightclub performance in. Cerros uh, uh, in West Hollywood after 1951 Academy Awards. He starred on the rest of the he starred with the rest of the Rat uh, rap Pack: Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Joey Bishop, and Peter Lawford in the film *Oceans Eleven And was the host of the Sammy Davis Jr. Show on television. And recorded number one song *The Candy man. He was widely criticized for endorsing Richard Nixon Nixon in 1972. David passed away in 1990 at the age of 64. Okay, so this is according to verity. Uh, 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 verity. Uh, dot com, and that's gonna be interesting. Lena, I hope you do a good job. Okay, I mean, I'm not trying to hate on you. I just be tired, you know. And she's, I mean, you done already messed up what you're calling for me. I, I don't know how to feel about you no more. <laughs> you messed up the
0: shine. <laughs> oh my goodness!
1: But all right, okay, so we got a few minutes. Okay, Chadrick Chadwick Boseman died without a will, but made sure his life was protected. Okay, I don't know how to, let's just talk about Although Chadwick Boseman lived for years he had terminal cancer, we now know he died without a right in a will. But he made a key move months before his death to financially protect his life. The Black Cancer star's widow, Tyler Simone Lure, has filed probate docs obtained by TMZ, in which she asked to be named administrator of Chadwick's estate. Tyler has to file the docs in probate court because he did not leave a will. That seems odd considering Chadwick was diagnosed with colon cancer four years ago and knew it was terminal. However, that also put his marriage to Taylor, who he reportedly dated since 2015 in a new light, and here's why. They got engaged in late 2019 and reportedly tried to not at some point in 2020. That's important because when a person dies without a will and without children, their surviving spouse inherits all the assets of, of probate estate. According to the doc, Tyler got nearly a million dollars in personal property and assets, but that's not a true reflection of Chadwick's wealth and success. Most likely, the majority of his assets are held in a separate private trust. In the doc, Tyler notes uh, Chadwick is also survived by his two parents. As you know, he was diagnosed with stage 3 colon cancer in 2016. Uh, listen. I don't know why TMZ is trying to sell this Yeah, he married her But he should have shortly afterwards wrote a nice wheel To ensure that everybody is taken care of Including the people that he wanted to be taken care of Because he has a lot of assets I don't know how she get along with his parents and she going to even help with their ass or whatever I don't know how he got along with his parents But it's important that people know what the fuck you want to do Especially when you die Okay, And I know black people Because okay? I know black people I've seen it in, in life time and time again Black people with money, yeah, well, you know, they don't want to think, no, they, you know, none of us want to think about estate planning. But Chadwick Boseman, and I, you know, I, I really, I really like Chadwick, and I've been using him as an example of the things to do as the last couple of weeks. But this is shit you don't do, okay? When you got money, especially when you got money, black men out here, black intermittent males and entertainment, when you got money, please go fill out your estate plan. damn, if you love somebody, don't leave them out there like that. Don't leave them out there to make the hard fucking decisions for you when you got a big ass estate. Damn. What's wrong? Gotta deal with everybody coming up, mama and them, everybody gonna be big. But see, he didn't need no deal. And then people fighting you, I don't know if he really meant for you. Just because, just because he married you don't mean he meant for you to have everything. I mean, just going
0: you leave a lot of fighting and shit.
1: It's constantly with black entertainers, ain't it? Black entertainers, constantly. I mean, I'm still disrespectful to Prince because of that. I have no week, okay?
0: <laughs> I
1: love Prince, but I'm disrespectful to him about not having no week. Now I gotta be disrespectful this week to Chadwick because Chadwick knew, he knew, he knew. He knew he was coming close to death. Now he might not have wanted to believe it, he was probably trying to have faith, and I respect that. Have faith to the end, brother. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But get for having estate planning. Is not, uh, get thrown in the town. It's not saying you're gonna die, it's saying at some point I could possibly die and shit. Okay, so you know, sad situation. She got to go to probate case in court and out, but she, you know, at least she'll have, you know, some, uh, you know, she 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 will still get everything, but that leaves your other family in limbo. You, you don't know if you want to leave anything to them or not, like that. You know, nobody knows what the hell's going on there, okay?
0: So. It's, just,
1: it's very interesting, okay? Very, very interesting uh situation. Um, the, all I can say is to you wealthy entertainers,
0: leave leave oh yeah. Our truck or some shit. I mean, what the hell is going on here? Okay. Well we got we got a
1: few more we got we're gonna talk about K Michelle. We ain't got we got enough time. If I type K K Michelle, we're gonna end it with K Michelle, okay? Kate hey, Michelle reveals ex-boyfriend Aegis Elba ate the bicycle like bounce. This, is according to uh, laugh out, laugh All about com, It says Kate Michelle is, is reminiscing on a love she once had, a very passionate love at that. Although a short lived entanglement that can't, that can't raise a man's singer share eight months of what may be bliss with actor Egypt Elba has come forward to break her silence on a romance some years later. Uh, Michelle spoke with Jason Lee of Hollywood Unlocked About the first time they met I'm walking out the stage and I hear this accent Say, "Hey Michelle, you're beautiful The NAACP Image Award winner said I told him to see his face Your jeans too tight and your accent funny I didn't have no filter I was straight out of Memphis The two separately attended the same after party And Elba used his charm on her And when he had the DJ dedicate poison to her With lyrics like Never trust a big button to smile meant to be directed at her Girl, bye the singer had her had her boy bodyguard pass her number to Egypt, thus beginning their romance. Throughout their time, the singer chose not to publicize that they were in a relationship for fear of public perception that she was only dating him with crap. Okay. Let's see. Uh, during the relationship, Elby even directed the singer's Rebellious Soul Musical. Okay. Uh, let's see, After eight months of dating, they counted it out. All. I don't see nobody here without no boxes. Okay, it says, uh, however we, we'll have to look at it. Y'all, we're going to have cause we got two minutes left. Okay, so I'm going into overdrive. For those of you guys out there, I'm doing my, I'm going to do my best to do a part two show this week. Okay, we're going to do a part two show because I got to because I got a whole lot more stories to share with y'all. So, when I go into Overdrive and I finish this story about Idris Elba, we're going to leave out with Don't Disturb This Groove. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. I'll try to come on again and give you all part two. I'm out. See y'all. remember, you can hit me up on the Carlotta Chatwood Facebook page. You can hit me up on C Chatwood Show on Twitter and Carlotta72 on Twitter. And also my Instagram is carlies underscore galaxy, okay? Uh, Y'all, we were talking about K. Michelle, honey, going back down memory lane about
0: each other, (laughs) Okay.
1: Now she went into detail about her relationship with just She said after just eight months of dating, and this according to All About last dot com, they called off the relationship and went their separate ways. The decision split was mutual and publicly amicable. Just remember when she was to crying on every show. What was she? What was she what was the song? What was We I played it last week. What was it? Uh, what was the song? What the, the damn song? Long distance in the way of what could be. What the fuck, uh, baby? I should call. Yeah. Yeah,
0: K okay, Michelle play man. do I got that on here? We need to play it for a minute. Is it, is, it the, is it over here? I need to play it for y'all a little bit of it. Is this I got it? I
1: don't think I got it on here anymore. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get it back over and play it for y'all. Hey, Michelle, maybe I should call. It. That's the song right there. <laughs> okay, so K Michelle, uh, apparently, K Michelle says that I learned. Uh, I learned uh, the most from him, Michelle admitted. She then continued diving a bit more into a personal aspect. It wasn't volatile or angry. He didn't bring me. Uh, he didn't. He didn't bring out uh, me cursing him out. He was a gentleman and gave amazing head. I remember that. Wow. Whoa. Oh. Okay. Wow. <laughs> oh, and the, while they spit the singer at it? He told me he would never be committed to one woman. He said I would be taken care of. And I will be fine, but he would never commit to one woman. Damn!
0: Oh. Oh. Let's
1: measure, shall we? You have great heads, and you'd be taking care of the rest of your life.
2: <laughs>
0: Which one would you take, Ladies. <laughs>
1: Great head, you be taken care of the rest of your life. Oh, commitment. <laughs> well, obviously he lied. He married he got married didn't? He? unless he she's gonna be didn't he get married? He just married that girl and she looked like
0: cheating. She
1: looked like she got his ass in check. I bet he just ain't cheating out there. If he is he if he is cheating, she probably allowed. Okay, I mean, you know, some dudes like that, the woman who lets them experience, you know, and lets them out there and be, you know, some people think freedom is, um, you know, a freedom to Kate Michelle's a Pisces. She's a water sign. We don't really like, we like unconventional, but we, 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 it's seldom like, you know,
0: if we... If
1: when we really care for somebody, we really like unconventional relationships, but I know Scorpios. I'm just going to speak from a Scorpio point of view. I know, there are some, I know some Scorpios who are unconventional, but I always question whether they really like the person that much. Seriously, because I always think that they, when Scorpios are open, they really, really like the person. They really don't like the person. They, or they could care less what the person does. Or they trying to avoid being hurt. But I, you know, I, people love. I like freedom. Uh, people to have freedom, but does that mean you got to screw everybody else? I mean, you know, the, the, taking care of though that is a that's like a that is a, 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 a dangerous proposal. What's this? that's a nice proposal. <laughs> <laughs> well, K Michelle went going. She said. Uh, Fast forward a few years, and the singer doubled down on her experience with the actor in a separate interview on BT's Rack Rants with Ra- host Rachel Harper. That's the one person I learned the most about from the business because he was like a fucking dealer and DJ. He had a, a, he's a hood Memphis uh, in, uh, uh, nigga for real with an accent behind closed doors. After hearing the singer use the last statement my heart. uh uh, Harper uses the opportunity to get a little seeny in their exchange. She asked Kimberly, she said, you said behind closed doors that he ate the box something. Uh, ate the box something. What did you say? The singer doesn't hold back claiming he's great. He was very passionate. That was good. Interestingly enough, Eva had an, Elba had an interview with Essence where he at the time mirrored what the singer says on, on his thoughts on commitment. Her sure was married twice before his relationship with Kay Michelle and has two children. Am I ever going to get remarried? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so, he says. Marriage is an institution of sorts, and I've done it. It's not for everybody. It's not my life calling. However, Eva, Elba went back on his words when he became engaged to his now-wife, and former Miss Vancouver 2014 winner, Sabrina Gower Elbert in 2018. Uh, when the news of the engagement broke, K Michelle said she was taken aback, but she learned to value it. Le- le- lesson: Men are different with different women. Yes, it's true, ladies. Sometimes you can sow all the seeds into a man. You could be with him for ten years, taking his shit and taking all that bullshit and everything, and then you sowed all the seeds into him, and then somebody come along and yeah, you are know, like your little ten ass years away. That's their shit. That's real shit. That's real talk. Hey, it is what it is. That's why you gotta be very careful when where you invest your time at. It, it's very true. Because sometimes men there is sometimes some, I'm gonna tell you something about what uh uh that, that Idris Elba girl said one uh the, one of the Idris is married to the Sabrina girl and I saw uh Chloe put out a video on this one time on the high pergamus And she talked about how uh, one thing that uh, Sabrina was very good at that Eager said that he liked about her is that she didn't argue with him. She was she was she got up and walked away. You know she's like, "Bitch, I know. Wait a minute. You might be Eager Silva, but I'm the fries around this joint. <laughs> I ain't gotta argue with you." <laughs> Put him in his place, right? So sometimes men like, "Dang, that's that. That she can handle it." You know, some men just. There's different factors and different reasons why men fall for the one, and why the one comes along. You know, and sometimes the one comes along in the most oddest places for men and women. Okay, so sometimes people can be with, you know, be with somebody for years and years, and the one, and then and, and suddenly, boom, you know, they ready to say they been treating you like shit, but they ready to change their whole fucking life for this person because the person. May, sometimes it's just that some people. Inspire something different in you. You know, it's like some people, you can be together and you don't inspire the same thing in the other person. But some, uh, uh, the, like somebody can come along and inspire you to greatness. And sometimes people can come along and it's nothing but just hard times and struggle and fighting and stuff and all that. But then there's somebody comes along and just gets you. Just, it happens, ladies. It happens. It's nothing personal about the personal, probably about Kate Michelle. This a girl, Sabrina, at the good. She looks like she got do it at least right now, okay? <laughs> All right. Okay, guys, I am going to have a part two show later on, uh, probably maybe, I don't know, maybe tomorrow or sometime next week because we got a lot more to discuss, okay? So I will try to do that this week. It's so much more. I forgot. It's a lot of stories I forgot. But I hope you guys enjoy your weekend. I hope you enjoyed the show today. And I hope you got a good laugh and you got some of your your celebrity gossip and celebrity news on. I am out. Y'all have a really, really good weekend, okay? And I will try to be back with part two this week, all right? So we're leaving out with Janet, someone to call my lover. It's the CC Show. I'm Carlotta. Have a good one, y'all. See Mm y'all.